Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Dice of the Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, do Azamar dream of celestial sheep? Do they? It'd be cute. It, I, I I, personally think it could entirely be possible because like, it depends on like how deep the connection to like the celestial is in your bloodline. Like if you have like a really like deep connection to your like Azamar heritage, maybe you do dream of celestial sheep. Maybe you get like visions from heaven and maybe you see the sheep up in heaven. I think that it would be funnier if it wasn't sheep and it was in fact uh, terrifying angels, like ter- the, like the spheres with like eyes on them, with, like about like seven wings. Yeah, that's a sheep. That's not a sheep. That's not a sheep. Rich, you're a city boy. You don't even know what a sheep looks like. I know what a fucking sheep looks like, dearie. I've yeah. seen one. I've held one in my arms lovingly. That's just what the media wants you to think. What are you even talking about? Where's the MAGA hat, <laughs> okay. dearie? Um, Propaganda. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple, and the fucking angels descend upon you. <laughs> like the sheep have arrived. Um, oh my god, that's why Jesus Christ is a shepherd. Oh my god, oh my god, I'm onto something. Oh my god. I think oh my god. Somewhere. I think Derry's cracked a code. Oh my god. I think there is a fucking conspiracy theorist now. And I'm fucking taken out by the Vatican's hitmen. I think he's figured out <laughs> Christianity. <laughs> God, they they tried to do it for so long, but they never could. You can tank me now. Um, <laughs> do you want to play some Pathfinder? Uh, I'm all yes. nerves. I'm like, literally my hand is like trembling in excitement. Um, God. Are you guys ready for one hell of a fucking sesh? Yes. Sure. Okay. Uh, well, everyone, when we left off, uh, we had been through a dramatic series of events fighting through a maze of uh, Lamia Matrix, hacking your way through the jungle, meeting the elusive moon mole, fucking over a giant clown and uh, their Rashkasa friend, uh, making your way past a Harrow Doll's fiendish uh, history test, and the Maze of Mirrors where Volio committed first-degree murder, and only Ariato is aware of that. Royer has no idea. Ariato fucking saw. <coughs> no, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. And then you uh, you found a crooked cup and a manticore jumped down and then you met a guy and you were like, hey, don't worry about uh, Nista Strasby is a bad person and she's only using you. You can get a better relationship elsewhere. And he was like, okay. Um, <laughs> and that's where we uh, left off. We've got some, um, we got some stuff this session. Yeah. We Because where we ended was right outside the entrance into the big top. I think we should stop being around the bush and just get right into it because there's, this is going to be something. I would love to go inside. Okay, are we ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so 
so you guys open up a trap door and you are now standing backstage in Mr. Stusklight's big top. It's a little dark. Uh, you can hear music playing uh, from the other side of this huge curtain that's in front of you. And you know that this is it. On the other side of that curtain, you're probably going to face the woman who made your life hell for, for some of you, only a little while, for others of you, your entire lives. Mazael, uh, the Azamar Redeemer of Shellen, is here too, uh, quietly gripping his glaive, uh, ready to see if you're right about uh, his partner. How are you all doing today? Not coping, I'll tell you that. Not coping. Rari is a little on edge, but um, I think that they're trying to keep calm and stuff for um, their friends. So um, I don't think that he looks any particularly nervous right now. Um, mostly just like, it's not going to be fun and I don't like that we're here. That's that's how Rari's feeling. Mm-hmm. How's Ariato holding up? Ready to figuratively, figuratively scalp a cat? <laughs> You may have the chance to do so literally. <laughs> well, it's um, not going to be literal. I mean, she made she made a promise, but that's not going to stop her. Yeah, you don't know. See, the thing is, you guys literally don't know how this is going to turn out. Oh, yeah, maybe. Hopefully things won't go your way, but also. Mm, mm. Mm. Um, I think Mazael kind of glances to you and says, are you all? Are you all doing okay? Are you ready? Loaded questions. <laughs> Loaded questions. I can... I can see that, yes. I was very brave back there in the tunnel, but now, standing here, I... Every part of me wants to run the other way and not come back. Cold feet? Not enough to make me stop. It's okay. Everyone gets stage fright. You're stronger than I was when I first ran. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want... Are you ready? I don't want to go before you're ready, so. Oh, I've been ready. Hurt the second mom that I had that also abused me? Oh yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to push forward and make your way into the big top? Yes. Okay. You know when you like, like, like pull the curtains open like really fast and it's dramatic and stuff? That's what Rayari does. That's how Rayari opens the, opens the curtains. Normally, I'd make you do a performance role and potentially gain panache, but I think right now we've got bigger fish to fry than being silly. You enter the big top. The tent is plainly the centerpiece of the Celestial Menagerie. Its striped canvas towered, uh, its striped canvas towering taller than the surrounding trees. Close-set seating surrounds tree rings in the tent center. As you push past these uh, heavy curtains, you see everything. The tent is full of people. Um, sitting in the stands, uh, you see thieves, gamblers, criminals, all sorts of shady folk with, like, scars on their bodies and money in their hands as they grin, seem to be almost betting. And hanging from a long, long chain, dangling about eight feet off the floor above a fiery pit, is Axel. And Axel kind of lets it out. Um, he's gagged uh, by more chains. Um, clearly a little bit distressed. Um, yeah, that's fair. He's in full circus garb. Um, his hat is nowhere to be seen. Probably 
hard to keep a hat on when you're hanging upside down over a death trap, but you don't have really time to uh, face Axel because uh, you see in the center of the room, floating above the floor, um, is a holographic image uh, being projected by several uh, rotating eye stones. And it's you guys. A reflection of you guys from, like, where you are standing right now. And very quickly you realize that it's been showing you guys since you entered this area. Mm -hmm. You were probably being um, not televised uh, the entire way through the Heavenly Gallery, but everyone saw everything. <laughs> uh oh, that's not good. Not good for PR. <laughs> I think these images kind of like flicker off and the eyes drop one by one to the floor in a tunk. And then, with a puff of smoke, Standing in the center of the room, in the middle ring, see the ringleader of Mistress Dusklight Celestial Menagerie, Mistress Dusklight herself. She is beautiful. Um, she is a catfolk uh, with like midnight blue fur that kind of goes towards the uh, silver blue uh, on the front. Um, so she's a black cat. Uh, on her head, she wears a red top hat and uh, kind of like a traditional ringmaster's looking outfit, um, like a beautiful wine red with gold um, cuttings, uh, golden lapels, uh, a kind of like a fuzzy white boa scarf, um, which is like tied neatly into a beautiful velvet suit. She has like leather gloves on um, and a whip, which kind of sparkles. Uh, golden earrings in her ear and just the most malicious grin on her face as she like stares at you all and smiles and uh, I think she like twirls a little staff and speaks into it now uh, as tree spotlights like light up illuminating her in dazzling colors and she's like and welcome one and all to the grand finale of tonight's performance hello Ariato, Volio, and Royari. Welcome back to Mistress Dusklight's Celestial Menagerie with me, your loving host, Mistress Dusklight. How have you been? It has been a while, hasn't it? It has been a year. And not long enough. Unfortunately, if it had been years, it would have been too soon. Is he still a bitch? <laughs> uh, she kind of glances over your shoulder at uh, Mazael, who's kind of cowering a little bit now, and she's like, Oh, and you broke my favorite toy as well. Ah!" And the crowd just fucking bursts out in, like, laughter and applause. And she kind of grins, and she turns and says, Well, everyone, here they are! They have braved the terrors of the jungle. They have overcome the mystery of the marvelous moon mole. And yet they were not able to see it coming. They thought that the grand finale today would be, as she gestures out and the spotlights like flick towards Axel, the death of dear Axel and his amazing aviary through the fiendish pit of flames beneath him. Uh, but she turns and says, 
but that's just simply not the case, is it? And she kind of like uh, twirls that uh, stick again. And uh, she looks down at you all, like kind of like leering. And she's like, because today the real attraction is the untimely demise of three spectacular performers. And I don't hesitate to call you that because you are. You have all done so well, truly. And it really is a pain for me to do this, but unfortunately, you're all rather wicked, aren't you? Oh, God, we all know that that's a load of bullshit. Oh, you're so funny. Is it so? Then explain to me. And she kind of uh, points and says, the destruction of property, the assault of my employees. And let's not even begin on that little event in the maze, shall we? Mariari <laughs> <laughs> raises an eyebrow. Ariado says nothing. <laughs> I have literally no idea what the fuck you're talking about, um, but I really don't care. One, you haven't tricked us. I knew that you were going to try to kill us if we came here. Are you fucking kidding me? We all know that this, she points at Axel, is bait. Well, that's all he ever would be good for, wouldn't you agree? It's it's okay, Axel. You're better than just bait, I promise. Anyways. <laughs> well, I mean, don't, uh, don't be fretful. He is going to die as well, of course. But what's a little death without some spectacle to it? And she kind of like Cases around that ring and he says, People of Escadar, for too long, and their Apaldrine has kept you from this kind of entertainment. We know that she wants a clean, safe show for all those around, but what good is a clean, safe show when you go fight on the streets and see someone's guts spill on the floor? Is that clean and safe? When you see a friend of years be devoured by a monster, is that clean and safe? Of course it isn't! To hide it from the masses is lunacy at the highest! Especially when the blood and gore that you will be witnessing today is divinely sanctioned! Divinely sanctioned? But of course! Who made you God? <laughs> <laughs> I did! Years of practice did! Years of fighting bitterly to the top did! And a little bit of angel binding did. You've seen some of my divine minions so far, I'm sure. Yeah, with the fake wings, I got that. Real! Completely real. And of course, <laughs> the, uh, the moon mole, one of a kind in its existence. That is, that is heavily sought out from other circuses? She brushes like, right past you. Do you think I'm dumb? <laughs> is that a rhetorical question, Miss Demon Hag? Oh my god. Oh, you just... Oh god, now I'm gonna snap your, snap your neck on top of other shit. She kind of like, uh, like the crowd is fucking loving this, I will point out. Are they fucking charmed or something, or are they just fucked up? Oh, these are fucked oh, up I'm people. pretty sure they're just fucked up. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they live... The thing is, it's just, they just... They're just fucked up people in the world. That's You've fair. heard from Andera that, like, the city's getting more and more corrupt, and crime rates are rising. And here's, like, probably a huge amount of these people. And she kind of grins and says, But let's get right to it, shall we? Why am I doing this? Why am I kidnapping your dear sweet Axel and luring you onto a death trap? Why 
Am I risking it all? Revenge? You're evil? Attention? You're stupid? All of the above? <laughs> Midlife crisis? <laughs> she kind of like walks in circles and says, I had a feeling that someday someone would come down and see my dealings with you know who she rinks. I was just trying to make a quick buck, of course, but I know that's not how people like you would see it. Oh, yeah. So with like, she there we go, takes out the list. Uh, ancient artifacts of Aradin. She raises an eyebrow and grins. Says, my, my, my. You have been busy. It's a good thing I did bring you here. But Intel tells me that unfortunately you've already snitched. Yes. Nobody likes a snitch, fellas. What was that about? You know, here's the thing. Unfortunately, I care about justice and good. I know that all you care about is... I don't know what you care about. What do you care about? Aside from the circus, which I'm sure you do. Making life a memorable one. And she kind of spins her out. And again, people just fucking applause. Oh, God. Yeah, you made my 19 years great. And you know what? I'll make the rest of your life great, too. And that means two things for different sides here. Mr. Sardin Sarnax, you must forgive me, but... It's mi- it's a- it's mix. Did, did you just- Mix Sarnax. <laughs> you must- uh, you must uh, understand. People like you are a dime a dozen. I can find a former street rat anywhere I go. And Mr. Volio, I'm sorry, but your performance is just too strange and weird to appeal to the more, to the modern crowds. If one's a classic. But Ariato, you know, I do think I miss you. <laughs> you really uh-huh. brought something else to the freak show. A demon and a changeling. What a freakish display. There's a reason I always brought you back when you tried to get away. And there's a reason that I never killed you. What, are your outfits too, are your outfits too little for you? Do you have to, like, bring in other strange shit so that way people don't have to look at whatever you're doing? We all need something that's worse than us to make us feel better about ourselves, and you are that prime candidate. Oh, wow. Wow. Irony. And she doesn't even see it. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll sew that, those lips shut when I'm done with you. I've had enough of that gab. I'm gonna keep annoying you until you die, bitch. <laughs> now! The goal today, people of Eskadar, you shall see the death of Royari Sansarnax, the murder of Volio Via, the execution of Axelman's amazing aviary, and the recontainment of Ariato Demonhag. Oh, gross. And to be sure that you know that this is all done in the name of good. And she kind of like taps her baton on the floor and her ring starts to rise like a pillar. Um, and it goes up 30 feet in the air until she is, like, on a little tower above you all, staring down, grinning, and says, Because, like I've said so many times, this performance has the side of good in its corner. What? And you hear a rumbling noise, and Axel goes, And another one of those pillars, uh, another one of the rings starts to rise. But rather than being a tower, 
it's actually revealing a cage. And you see something inside. It lets out a, a low, tree-voiced growl, and it light kind of blares from its sick set of eyes. The like um the spotlight glimmers on its scales, its fur kind of like waves a little bit as it starts making its way out with strange mismatched claws. Its horn glints and its teeth shine as drool passes down its lips. It's a chimera. Oh, that's nice. But not just any chimera, because it has the head of a lion, but also the head of a silver dragon. And on its other shoulder, the head of a unicorn. Oh my god. Each head has a halo and glowing white eyes. And Mistress Dusklight cackles and she says, Tonight, Eskadar, for your viewing entertainment, plucked from the fields of Nirvana and bound to Mistress Dusklight's celestial menagerie, as former servant of the patron of arts and love, Shellen, I bring to you the Celestial Chimera! Oh my god. And this angelic chimera starts to make out its white feathered wings flapping a little bit as it approaches you and it snarls and you hear Mazael behind you going I I helped her summon that that was about to be my second question she she dominated it she turned it into a monster I'm so sorry and he kind of clutches his glaive and says I don't think it recognizes oh my god and it kind of like, like drools and starts pa- uh, coming closer. Um, it's like unicorn head lets out like a whinny. It's lion head lets out a growl, and its dragon head lets out a low rumble. Axel starts squirming in panic, and Mistress Dusk like cracks that whip at you all again, and she says, "Now everyone, it's curtains for you all. Let's have one last show in Eskadar before we take this circus on the road once and for all, and say goodbye." To the Circus of Wayward Blunders. And everyone, I'd like you all to roll me initiative. I'm good. Ariadna's rolling intimidation. Wonderful. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, let's see. Rolled a solid 16. 35. Holy shit. Ariadna fucking Angie. Let's see if any of these guys outroll you or not. I rolled an I love you, Axel. It'll be okay. <laughs> God. Okay. So, Ariadne, you got a 35, and you are in the lead by a narrow margin. Uh, you have three actions. You uh, rolled a battle cry, I assume. Who are you yes. using that on? Is Dusk like part of the fight? Dusk is 100% part of the fight. Using it on her. Okay. A 35? 35. Holy shit, that actually just about works. Uh, Ariato, you let out, like, a roar of, like, just primal anger at, like, the audacity of this bitch, honestly. Um, and she kind of, like, for a moment she takes a step back. Uh, I think she's a little, like, taken aback by you. But then she grins and says, How much you have grown! I cannot wait to see what else you can do. Gross. It is your turn. You got three actions. Mistress Dusklight is on top of a big pillar that is about 30 feet up in the air. There's a f- huge fuck-off chimera coming closer to you. 
and uh, Axel is hanging over a pit of flame. What do you do? Priorities, 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 priorities. I imagine Dustlight is, Dustlight isn't a divine caster. Uh, no, Mistress Dusklight, you know very well Ariato is a bard. Oh, of course she is. <laughs> bard with too much confidence. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> this is what happens when you let bards go unchecked. Um, he negotiates with... Oh, no, you're right. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm not sure that can go into our mostly family-friendly podcast, but you know, it might be time to break out the bleep again. <laughs> I'm breaking out another uh, level four to start this out, actually. I'm going to okay. I want to make sure I, this is all safe. I need a will save from her. A will save. OK, uh, that is going to be. Oh, dear. I was like, haha, she's got mad high will. And I rolled a tree. That's a 20 tree. Oh, she just about doesn't pass. Failure, she is dimensional anchored yes. for 10 minutes. <gasps> dimensional anchor? Oh my mm-hmm. god. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um. Can't teleport. Oh my god. Oh my god. Bitch can't run. I am open mouth grinning. Oh dear. Ariato, you hold up a hand and you growl and you kind of slam that hand shut. And when you do, um, Mistress Dusklight feels like a weird feeling uh, around her. And suddenly, like, spectral chains briefly appear and, like, lash her to the floor. Um, And then they vanish. Like, she isn't stuck to the ground or anything, but she's stuck to this plane. And that's not necessarily great for her. You've met enough bards in other adventures to know that they like to run away sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. They do. <laughs> they really do. So she kind of turns and snarls, and uh, she stares down at you and uh, grits her teeth and says, <laughs> Is that supposed to be intimidating? Absolutely pathetic, Ariato. But just from the quiver in her voice, you see for a brief moment that confident facade shaking a little bit. Oh, I just want to make sure you give everyone a good show. It'd be horrible if you ran away. <laughs> She's gonna shield herself, and that is her turn. Okay, you bubble yourself just in case, and frankly, good idea, because one step behind you in the initiative, literally rolling a 34 to your 35, is the Celestial Chimera. And it, like, it lets out a whinnying, roaring snarl, and, like, as it pelts through the, uh, the circus, its white fur glimmering, it appears right beside Royari and, um, Mazael. Oh, and dear. <laughs> it lets out a roar, and it is then going to, uh, use its dragon's jaws on Royari. Uh, that is a 24 to hit, Royari. Nope. Okay. And on its second attack, its lion's jaws are going for Mazael. And that is a 28 against him. And uh, that is going to be... I actually would... Is yes. there a way to use Glimpse of Redemption here, or is it not possible? Uh, you could certainly try it. I'm going to try it, because... Okay, what do you say to it, as it is piercing its jaws through his armor to get him? Um, I think Rayari, um, as, like, Mazel is being... At- is, like, about to be attacked, is like... Stop! Stop! You're- what are you doing? That is... That is a worshipper of Shellen, and you're a celestial servant. What the fuck do you think that you're doing? It, it momentarily hesitates. Mm-hmm. Like, your words are, like, a reaching 
the chimera that is deep down in there, but whatever happened to its mind because of Mistress Dusklight overpowers it. Um, so that you will be doing uh, how much damage less? That's going to be eight plus your uh, eight plus two, right? Um, yeah, that is two plus my level. Yes, yeah, so that would be ten less damage, and they're going to be enfeebled too, if that's possible. Uh, yes, he will be enfeebled too. Um, okay. He bites into uh, Mazael and he does 13 damage instead of 23, uh, which I need to tell you, Mazael is not as strong as you guys. Mm-hmm. Good call and helping him. I don't want him to die. <laughs> but he, uh, as he kind of pulls back, you can see that he's a little bit um, like fighting with himself, if that makes sense. Uh, and he shudders and then like he shakes his head and in chorus the heads roar together. So that's not great. And that is his turn. And then one step behind the fucking Chimera with a dirty tree on initiative is Mistress Dusklight. Oof. Fuck. And uh, Mistress Dusklight kind of like uh, brings herself, like snaps herself back to reality and kind of cackles again. So uh, she spends her first turn whipping at the Chimera. Okay. And that is going to be a 42 to hit the Chimera. Why? Which is a crit. And the Chimera now makes me a will save. Uh, and it doesn't pass that will save. And something seems to happen when she whips it. And, like, as the crack echoes, you see the Chimera's face cloud. And then, like, it turns angry. And it uh, is going to attack you again. Okay. That's a 27, Royari, as it tries to bite you. A 27, I believe, does hit. Okay. Uh, the dragon head lunges forward and bites into you, and that is 24 damage, uh, 17 piercing, and uh, 7 cold damage. Ouch. And Mistress Dusklight grins and says, The whip of compliance, everyone, will charm any animal to follow my commands. Um... And then I'd say, I think she grins and says, And speaking of making animals follow my command, and uh, she raises a hand uh-uh. uh, and she points at you, Volio, and I need you to make uh-uh. me a will save. I don't like that. Please, let's not charm Volio again. We need this man. 30. A 30? Yeah. Oh, Volio, you dodged one hell of a fucking bullet. Okay. Because she casts Feeble Mind. Oh. Uh, Feeble Mind drastically reduces the target's mental faculties. This spell literally has the power to permanently drop your intellect to that of an animal. Holy shit. And she would have done that to you if you, if you had done roll poorly enough. Thankfully, you succeeded, and you're only stupefied too for a round. Meaning that all your mental rolls will be a little bit lower. Okay. But you know what? That's better than literally anything else you could have gotten here than a crit success. Yep. Volu, you feel your head swirl, and for just a moment you feel like... You feel all knowledge drop out of you, and you just feel this urge to, like, roar and, like, snarl. And you kind of shake it off. But for a moment it was there. And Mistress Dustlight simply cackles, and she says... Oh, too bad! Looks like this clown hasn't been broken in yet! Unlike some other clowns we've seen tonight, everyone! And the clown just fucking loses it. Um, I have no idea what's happening here. I am just... It is Mazael's turn. Um, and Mazael kind of like... Like his eyes are wide and he says... You were right. 
she's a monster. I'm sorry. I think he turns and uh, spins his glaive and he tries to like fight off the Celestial Chimera uh, and he gets a 22 against the Chimera, which is a fail. And then a second, that's a 25, which is a hit. Hell yeah. And he does nine slashing damage as he fends off the Celestial Chimera, kind of, sort of. I'm so proud of him. He, he's trying. He's trying. Okay. He's much lower level than you guys. Honestly, yeah. I don't blame him. He's not only lower level, but this is just the worst day for him, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he spends his last action raising his shield and says, In the name of the Everflower, I will protect you all! Okay. You're doing great, sweetie. You are succeeding. Volio, it is your turn. Um, Axel is about 25 feet off the ground. Uh, Mistress Dustfly is 30 feet off the ground. And the Celestial Chimera is zero feet off the ground. What do you do? Yeah. Um, I'm going to fucking take a wild guess and say that Dusclate doesn't have a lot of reactions or like things that she can use for reactions. I'm going to take a wild fucking stab in the dark. And who say knows? That. I know. Who knows? Um, <laughs> the fucking Chimera probably does have something. Like, definitely has something uh, to do with a fucking reactions. So, Volio is going to start raging. Angry okay. raging. Okay. Uh, and he's gonna give he's gonna give people something to laugh about. He's gonna cast hideous laughter. Okay. Um, so your DCs are going to be lowered by two for this, uh, because you are stupefied. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what does hideous laughter do? This is a new spell for you, is it? Yes. I haven't used it yet. Okay. Uh, so what are you? Who are you casting on? Uh, the Chimera. Okay, so the Chimera has to make you a will save. Mm-hmm. That's a nineteen. Fuck no! That doesn't even hit my lowered shit. Uh, so, uh, Chimera is slowed one and cannot use reactions. Oh wow! For how long? It says it's sustained. So this can actually last for as long as you like, so long as you keep using an action to keep it like that. Then I'm gonna fucking keep it up for a good while. Okay, very cool. Um, the Chimera kind of, like, its face kind of, cr- like, crumbles a little bit. And then, like, the unicorn, like, starts, like, letting out, like, an all-consuming whinny. And the dragon, like, starts, like, snorting fire out of its nose. And then the lion's mouth lets it out. <laughs> oh, um, which is terrifying. Uh, but Volo, you and the lion laugh in sync. As the crowd is, the crowd is loving this. The crowd is fucking hyped. Uh, Royari, it is your turn. Um, the Chimera has been slowed, uh, and it can't use reactions, which you're gonna guess, considering it has three heads, probably a good thing. Yes. That being said, uh, Mistress Dusklight is up there. Axlo is there. You got Panache. You've been like, you've been sitting cool. What do you do? Um. Okay. I want to rescue Axel, is the thing. Because obviously I, I wanted to help him, but um, Axel is in fact hanging down from the ceiling right now. Yeah, and I that's don't true. like that. Uh, so do you want to rush over to Axel? Yeah, I, I want to take the risk the, uh, the risk and the threat that she has, and I want to take that power away. Because Ooh, then we can very nice. Yes. Okay. Um, um, so, Royari, Axel is quite a bit away. He's about 45 feet from you. But thankfully, you're a swashbuckler and you got vivacious speed, which means uh, while you have panache, your speed is super boosted. Mm-hmm. So you can get over there easy in one action. Okay. 
you sprint over uh, through this war-torn circus string as Mr. Stuckbike cackles, and you see as you're running, the Chimera almost tries to bite you with an attack of opportunity, uh, but it literally just starts to burst out laughing. It can't. <laughs> Rayari, uh, while running, is like, thank you, Folio! Anytime. Uh, oh, dear. Rayari, uh, you're now below Axel, and he is hanging from a chain, and he goes... Argh! Um question. Yeah? How can I get him? Because I want to rescue him, and I want it to look sexy and cool, but I want to do it. Just full stop. Derry, is there a wall or something? Yes, uh, so this giant chain isn't just hanging from nowhere. It is hanging from, like, a gallows, with, like, a mechanical little contraption thing going on. Um, And you realize, oh, he's being lowered very slowly into this pit of fire. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm gonna stop that. Um... Derry, mm-hmm. I would like to, cause he's 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 on a chain, right, and he's just hanging. Yes. Well, pathetically. Um, Leave alone. I would like to maybe, if possible, maybe perhaps, if you'll let me, perhaps maybe. I want to throw my my rapier, but not at Axel. Okay. I just want to like, I want to pin him like like when you get like when you like pin an insect to the thing except less uh, I want to get him away from this pin I want to pin him to something um, so that he's not above the pin him or what are you pinning no, not him like one of the chains but like something oh, that would keep him so you want to like needle the, ch- the you want to needle the rapier through the chain and have it stab into the, the gallow and kind of move him outside of the ring yeah uh, I'd like it if he wasn't dying maybe <laughs> this is going to have a high DC but if you can pull it off I will let you Okay, um, what would I be rolling? Uh, I would just say make an attack roll, because normally rapiers don't have the throne uh, trait, but I would allow it in this case, because you've got panache and it's cool as hell. Oh, uh, that's a 14 plus 17. A 31? Yeah. 30 was the DC I had in my head, and you passed it. Ooh. Holy shit! Royari, you needle your fucking rapier through that chain and you like pin uh, Axel to the uh, gallow and let's it up as he is no longer hanging over the pit death trap. Uh, the chain is still slowly slinking but it is not slinking him into the pit anymore. Okay um, and then I would like to get to him. I want to jump up to him. Okay he's probably like five feet off the ground so you can reach him. Okay um, Rari's just gonna jump up and it's like uh, hello there your rescuer has arrived. <laughs> There's a dear. <laughs> uh, is that your turn? Yeah. Okay, you're up there. Um, Ariato, it is your turn. Uh, so the Axel situation's under control. Um, the Chimera is not under control, but it's been a little weakened, and Mistress Dustlight cannot escape. What do you do? She's gonna get up to Dustlight. Okay. I will allow you to do something that you weren't aware you could do and it's going to be a little scary to you but it will get you up there in one action if you choose. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I want you to make me an acrobatics check. Or, uh, I want you to make me an athletics check. Worse, but alright. 27. Ariato. You rush up to that wall 
and you start doing something without even really thinking about it, you just scale it. Oh. And when you get to the top, for just a moment, your, hang- your fingers are like hooks. Sharp and clawed. Almost like some kind of weird hag monster. Well, she hates that. And now it's gone. <laughs> okay. She's going to worry about that shit later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. She's going to think about that later. You're standing up there with Mistress Dusklight, and she's kind of like staring you down, and she's like, Oh, so you're approaching me? <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. I fucking hate you more than anything in my life. Uh, and she uses her incendiary aura. Ooh, okay. So you activate your incendiary aura, Ariato, um, and fire kind of like starts, like the air kind of starts flicking around you. Suddenly anything within your uh, radius will be uh, completely flammable if you hit them. Question yeah, also for focus spells. Are they all at the highest level? Yes. They're auto heightened. Perfect. Oh, actually, because of how, how heightened it is, it's 4 times 5, 20, 50 feet. 50 oh. feet? Yeah. Oh my god, that's everyone. Uh, heightened plus 2, uh, heightened plus two meaning every 2 levels, so this would be at uh, 4, 4 times 5, 20, plus 30 feet. Oh my god, Ariato, the entire circus, everything in this big top is suddenly flickering. Um, you, literally any fire damage anyone does in here will immediately cause combu- uh, like a combustion. Um, I will say, Royarian Axel, for a moment, the fucking pit explodes up in flames, and it's a good thing Axel wasn't over that anymore. Royarian's like, oh dear. Oh, Royarian actually looks down at Axel and is like, I'm glad you weren't over that anymore. <laughs> And Ariato, your eyes are a burning orange ember, and you can see the shadows of the glutton dark through the smoke. So is that your turn? Yep. I think Mistress Dusklight, like, realizes that, uh, that you're doing something, and she snarls and says, Do you think killing me will make you better performers? Will your circus of washed-up wonders fare better without my competition? And uh, she kind of, like, cracks that whip and says, I'm going to make you like hell, Ariato. I'm the only mother you've ever known, and you've turned your back on me. <laughs> You're not even a mom. And this isn't even about killing you. This is about turning you in. You just You're the one who just made into a show. I'm not going to kill you. And you've already made my life hell. I have better shit to worry about than you. You're nothing Ooh. to me. Oh my god, sorry, take a hero point. Um, (laughs) I think you two are like circling each other as you're like trash talking on top of this thing while hell is raining beneath. Um, You see like the uh, people in the stand are kind of looking around like, oh, the air's kind of, uh, it's kind of warm suddenly. (laughs) Um, Is now the Chimera's turn? He, like, he is laughing. Uh, he is laughing, like, extremely hard. You hear, like, the, all the voices now, Unicorn, Dragon, Lime. <laughs> um, and then the dragon rears his head back, and contrary to all the fire that's starting to appear in the air, starts making up a big ball of cold. And everyone, you're going to need to make me a reflex save. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. It's a 27. 
Uh, uh, let me use my hero point. <laughs> Same. Uh-oh. I'm gonna use the hero point that you just gave me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you. It's a good thing you role played real good. <laughs> okay, I got a thirty. I got a thirty-six this time. I got a thirty-two. <laughs> okay, and uh, Volio. Twenty-seven. You will all be pleased to know that you've all passed. Okay, oh, there's a cool. butt here. There's a butt here. There is not. You you passed. Oh, thank God. Uh, I was worried about the. I was worried about the guy. Oh shit! I forgot about him. Ah! No. <laughs> Mazael rolls. Please. Oh no. Uh, oh dear. Quest- I, have, I have a question. Yeah. Does Glimpse of Redemption work here? Glimpse of Redemption only works on, uh, wait, is it? I'm just trying to protect this man! <laughs> yeah. This man got played. He doesn't deserve to die. It does yeah. work! Hell yes! Okay. <sighs> um, so, Royari, I will remind you, though, you have evasion. Okay, so I'm So when I you fine, are a success, like, you get a crit success. Um, okay. You are completely immune to this. Um, okay. And I think... Oh, dear. What about Axel? Oh God. I'm just I'm Axel I'm, passes. <laughs> oh, oh Axel rolled a oh twenty-seven. <laughs> How did Axel roll a twenty-seven when he's hurt? He's got a pretty high reflex. He's a circus performer, not like this clunky right, paladin. You know what? This <laughs> clunky, clunky champion who rolled a turtoon and got a crit no. fail. No. Oh no! Stop okay, it. well, what ha- what I'm going to do is um, Rayari um, like dodges pretty easily, um, and. Like, like, sees that this fucking guy is gonna get hit again, and it's like, oh my god, oh god, um, <laughs> and uh, she looks back at the chimera and is like, you don't have to do this. You don't have to listen to her. Okay, uh, you see the dragon head hesitate for just a moment, its eye widening, and then like glassing over and blasting you all with a fucking cone of freezing winter. Uh, and that's going to be uh, half of 36 damage to Ariato and Volio and Axel. Um, and that's going to be 72 damage minus 10 to uh, our little boy um, Nazael. He, th- he took 62 damage, lads. Yeah, he took 62 damage. Oh, and- God. Uh, Axel is left on 10 HP. The cold blasts into all of you. Uh, not Mistress Dusklight, because you, uh, Ariato, and her are up on the tower. Uh, Ariato is only just within range. Um, because it's a cone. And not a line. But, uh, so everyone takes 18 damage, uh, except for Mazael, who takes 62 damage, and is left on 2 HP. Oh my god. Oh my god. My god. I literally saved his life. You did. Rayari's <laughs> like, okay. Um, oh, Axel, we're not panicking. <laughs> we're not panicking, Axel. Um, Rayari's like gripping their fucking pant like. And normally, this would be a nightmare situation for um, Azael because he would have uh, this monster would have another attack, but he doesn't because he's laughing too hard. Oh, good. Oh, thank you, Volia. Fucking Christ. And I think it's Mistress Dusklight's turn. And she kind of like uh, grins at you, Ariato, and says, Let's settle this, shall we? I'll show you what you really are. She 
uh, shoves her hand out and she puts it on your uh, shoulder, Ariato. And I need you to make me a will save. Uh, Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Unfortunately, that is a fail. Uh, and Ariato, she uses touch of idiocy on you. Oh, great. And your mind just kind of dulls. More like um, touch of herself. Whoa! <laughs> your mind kind of dulls, Ariato, uh, as you're filled less with, like, any intelligent thoughts you had are kind of dulled out. It's all emotion right now. And... <laughs> you say that. You said that. You laugh a little menacingly. I'm a little worried. Um, your DCs are all going to be too lower. Um, all right. She then uses one of her unique actions. Beguile the adult. Uh, Mistress Dusklight kind of grins and raises an eyebrow at you and says, You can't do this, Ariato. You know deep down that you are nothing without me. Without a rival to keep you going. Without a driving force to remind you how pathetic you are on your own. You are nothing. And Ariato, uh... You are immune to this for the next 10 minutes, but on your next turn, you are fascinated by her and can't use hostile actions against her. So you have a minus two uh, to perception check and skill checks, and act, and you can't do any actions with concentrate trait unless they are intended uh, to be used against her, and they can't hurt her. So, like, you can recall knowledge about her, you can try to, like, um, intimidate her or, like, do other stuff, but you can't hurt her and you can't do to anything to anyone else. This is only for one round, but she has got you kind of like for a moment. She is the only thing that matters in the world right now, and not in a good way. And you don't know how to really. And then she's gonna hit you. Uh, does a does a thirty hit your IC? I'm gonna assume, but is it a crit? Uh, it's not a crit. Okay, that's fifteen slashing damage, Ariato, as she whips at you with this whip of compliance, and it cuts through you. And you're just left staring at her. And everything else is just kind of dull for a moment. I'm terrified. Um, okay. And that is her turn. Uh, it's Mazael's turn. Uh, so, Mazael. One hmm? second. Oh? Oh? Does this count for reactions? Pardon? Does whatever she's done to me count for reactions? I will say that uh, in this case, if you want to make a reaction against her, you can. Like a blood vendetta reaction? I will allow you to do blood vendetta because I think this is like before her uh, hypnosis basically of you has really settled in. We'll save. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, so that is going to be... Man, that's a 23. She's got a plus 20 and she just rolled badly twice. Oh, oh, one off. Failed. Uh, okay. Oh, persistent bleed damage. And until okay. the bleeding stops, the target has weakness one to piercing and slashing damage. Ooh! Okay, so uh, as she's like hypnotizing you and slashing, you use your last bank of mental fortitude to kind of like push back against her and cause a bleeding gash to open up in her uh, body as well. And she's like, ah! You worthless wretch! Do you know what you've done? This suit is expensive! <laughs> Ariato can't talk. <laughs> she can't speak right now. <laughs> she has no answers for you. Uh, 
Okay. Okay, um, very good. Do I roll that damage? Uh, yes, roll that damage. Six bleed damage. Okay, so she takes six, and she is clearly pretty fucking pissed about that. Good. Um, I'm glad. Okay, that's the end of her turn, and you're a little scrapped with her. Uh, it's Mazael's turn now. Mazael kind of, like, backs away, and he's, like, panting, shivering cold, his hair's frosted over, and he looks around and says, Mr. Mr. Clown, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can fight for much longer. Take my belt, go over there, and heal. Uh, yes, sir. Um, I, so does he take uh, one of your potions and retreat and heal? He can take the whole fucking belt. Like, oh my god, okay. He, all his potions are on that belt, and he does not need them right now. Well, he backs up with your potions and is going to kind of surrender away a little bit and he's going to take out a potion and he's going to gulp it down. Uh, what's one of the potions he can take? Oh, okay. Let me let me give you my potions. They're on my sheet, but he does he does turn around and he's like, you fucking heal him too. But on that specific like belt, he has uh, three Gecko potions, uh, one lesser healing potion, and didn't I have minor? Or did I run out? I think, I think the moderate one broke earlier. You're fucking right. They broke my fucking moderate potions. Wait, did they? I swear to God, I had like two left. Cash in Detroit. Um, Cash <laughs> in Detroit. It's okay. He, he's going to take a lesser one. So he takes a moment okay. to heal himself. And that's going to be... He restores 14 HP. Okay. All right. So he's at 16, which is nice. Um, Volio, it's your turn. It's my turn. How are you doing? Well, he looks up at uh, Ariado and Duskblade, and they're in situation. Uh, says Ariado's fine. <laughs> Honestly, he's very Dusklight. <laughs> he looks at Ferrari and Axel and Mazio. I've got it! And he's going to sustain hideous laughter. Uh, just to get that out of the way. Okay. Uh, you kind of continue cackling, and so too does the giant chimera. You got two actions, what do you do? Volio's fine handling this guy. So he's gonna get to that and he's going to take his maul and he's going to take a step forward and just hit him as hard as he possibly can. Okay. Fuck off, 21. That's not a hit. Uh, 21 is not a hit unless you wanna use a hero point. I do, honestly, cause you know what? I'm not gonna waste my turn. That is 26. That is a hit. Okay, sick. 24 piercing damage and one persistent bleed. Okay, so that's gonna be 25 damage total, and where you hit him, uh, blood kind of spurts out from him uh, because you've wounded him, and he lets out a roar in your face. He fucking roars back. <laughs> oh, clown. Royari, it's your turn. You've got Axel. You can see that Mazael is over there with some potions. Uh, you can see that Mrs. Dusklight and Ariathi were doing a hot girl shit up there. And um, <laughs> there's a fucking chimera. What do you do? Um, Ryari's like, um, Axel, are you okay if I, st are you okay if I leave you here? <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> and he, he, like, I'm going to take an action to like untie him, to unchain him. So I need you to make me a thievery check. Oh no, whatever will I do? A thievery check. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. Oh. Yeah, I rolled a nat 20, so. Oh my god. <laughs> it's such a funny thing to roll a nat 20 on. 
Royari, you whip out uh, your rapier uh, from the thing, and like you soar just over the like pit of fire. And I think while you're flying, you slash uh, slash through those uh, chains, and you and Axel tumble through the air. You land on your feet, and you've got him in your arms in front of Mazael. And let's it up. <laughs> Royari, with with um. With with Axel is like oh oh dear oh one moment um and uh, sets him down and pulls the thing off pulls his fucking gag off and is like Are you good you all right <laughs> Al- uh, you're alive you're alive though <laughs> tell you're freaking me out here Axel <laughs> oh, oh God help get me out of here. <laughs> I, I cannot do that yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> there are things happening. Um, <laughs> um, you two should get out of here. Wait outside. There are others that are going to leave. Just stay with them. Don't run anywhere, Axel. I don't need you getting kidnapped again. <laughs> They're there. <laughs> Um, now I have a chimera to fight. <laughs> okay. Um, so Rayari is like, bye! Um, and prances off. You still have your panache through all of this, I will point out. Yeah, I know, I have not even lost panache because I haven't attacked. <laughs> okay, question, how many actions do I have left? Two actions. So you could ju- uh, you could literally sprint behind uh, this thing, make a flat hood, and fuck him up. Rayari is going to sprint behind. Fuck it, we double teaming. Fuck it, Rayari and Volio, um, finisher. <laughs> okay, and you got one action left, Rayari. What do you do? Um, I'm going to use. I'm gonna use a finisher since it's the last thing. Okay, bleeding or confident? I'm gonna use a bleeding finisher, maybe then. Okay, making an attack roll. Uh, that's a 12 plus 17, so 29. A 29 is a hit. Roll damage. Um, that's 23 damage. Very nice. So, Royari, it's a serpent tail is hissing, and you slash into its flank, and uh, it takes, like, let's say a roar of pain. And uh, now it is bleeding pretty, like, hard. It was already bleeding, but now it's bleeding more. Very sorry. 4d6 bleeding damage on its turn. Yes. Which is great. Uh, Royari, is that your turn? Um, yeah. Okay. Ariato, it is your turn. You are atop this thing. You are fascinated by Mistress Dustlight, which means that you cannot, you can't do anything that isn't about her this turn. But on the flip side, you can't use any hostile actions either. So you can't trip her, you can't shove her. You can only look at her and like, you know, make a perception check, make like a recall knowledge check. You can cast stuff on yourself, but you can't attack anyone else either. What do you do? So what about just grabbing at that whip? Yes, 100%. It's not hostile. You're trying to defend yourself. Snatch, yes. I will allow it. Yeah, good call. Um, so if you... Are you trying to disarm her? Yes. Okay, so to disarm, uh, that's an athletics check, and you're going to be doing this against her reflex DC. So you know she's very fast. Fine, Karen Crowd. Help them now. Well, not a nat 20, but that's a 28. I'm so sorry, but that isn't a pass. Yeah, what the fuck? She is extremely fast. So, Ariana, you try to snatch it, and she whips it back, and she says, Ah, 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 I don't think so, demon hag. So that is one action. You have two more. You can keep going if you like. You can try that again. You can make a society check to figure out what else she might have under, like, up her sleeve. You could um, cast defensive spells on yourself if you need it. 
But you have two actions. What do you want to do? All right. I'll play her game. Bane. Okay, Ariato, you uh, snarl at her, and uh, instead of attacking her, you just prepare to defend yourself instead, as shadows seep out from uh, your feet and are now uh, covering half of this place, kind of dripping down the sides of the tower. And she is caught within that, and she kind of snarls and says, Your fancy magic tricks aren't going to get you anywhere, Ariato. You're still that pathetic child I rescued off the streets. I think the only thing she does is... Look her straight in the eye while her eyes are on fire. Mmm. Uh, you are no longer uh, beguiled by her. So next turn, you can start laying in the fucking pain. Oh, I'm glad. I have an entire rotation. <laughs> I'm very fucking scared. It is now the Chimera's turn. Great. The Chimera lets out a roar. He's still slowed, so unfortunately, he's not really going to be able to do... Uh, some of his best things, which require all tree heads to be at full acting capacity. Uh, thanks for- cheers for that, Volio. Yeah, fuck you. Glad I thought about it. <laughs> uh, he's going to use a tree-headed strike, which isn't going to work perfectly normal, uh, because there's only two of you within reach. Uh, but the dragon head and the unicorn head are going to slash into both Royari and Volio. The dragon head is going for you, Volio. Uh, that is a 30 to hit. Yeah, that fucking hits. That's 24 damage, 17 piercing, and 7 ice damage. All together? <laughs> yes. 24. 24. And, Royari, that is going to be a 33 against you. That hits. That's 14 piercing damage as the unicorn horn stabs into your shoulder. That's out a winnie. Oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. Um, and that is its turn. Um, Mistress Dusklight's turn. Oh, dear. Uh-oh. She has to check to see if that bleed is still going to happen. She will! Um, she's gonna take that damage, uh, either way. What is this? How much damage is that? Uh, it's, uh, 2d6. I didn't have Okay, it. well, roll me 2d6 and let's see how much she takes. Nine. Okay! Blood continues spurting out of her front and she snaps this. You really do take your something special, don't you? But you're not! You're just a freak! And I think she is going to... Ariana, I need you to make me a will save. <laughs> now it's funny. Oh, fuck! Okay. Um, Ariato, for a moment, uh, you see visions of chains and a cage, and you are back in your tent. You're back in the freak show. You're back being a small child as Mistress Dustlight refuses to feed you for a third day in a row because you've laid this escape tent. You are 12 years old. And suddenly, you're filled with an overwhelming fury that you completely and utterly ignore her phantasmal killer. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit! Jesus. <laughs> um, so that's cool. Uh, that's her turn. It's Masael's turn. Uh, he kind of like holds Axel and he's like, come my friend, we have to... We need to get out of here. And Axel kind of like panics, like, yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's go, okay? And they kind of like jump behind the curtains and they're out of harm's way. Thank goodness. Uh, Volio, it is your turn. Big fuck off Chimera from heaven. What do you do? I'm sending it back. I'm gonna attack. Uh, I rolled a six plus 12, or plus 14, excuse me, that's 20. A 20 is unfortunately a miss. I'm gonna do it again. 
It's time. Oh, plus nine. Fuck me! Nineteen. A 19 is unfortunately also a hit. Oh, nice. And you use your last action to keep him laughing, or do you want to just attack? I'll keep him laughing. Okay. Volio, you swing twice, but this thing is, like, bashing away at your uh, hammer, and it it kind of roars in your face, but that roar again turns into a... (laughs) At the end of his turn, he takes a total of 14 bleed damage from uh, Royari and Volio's combined effects. And uh, does he keep bleeding? Yes, he does! Hell yeah! And, Royari, it is your turn. Fuck, what do you do? Royari sort of is like, I don't want to get on the on show and stuff, so I choose this. Uh, Royari's going to tumble through. Okay, make me an acrobatics roll. Uh, that is a 16 plus 16, so a 32, I think. That is a pass. Royari, you, sl- you slap through his space, and you now have panache. What do you do? Um, I'm going to use a confident finisher. Okay. Mm, uh, six plus seventeen. A twenty-three. Yeah. Unfortunately, that is a miss. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so it's a uh, that's five damage that they'll take. Okay, cool. He takes five damage. Um, and then Ryer is going to tumble through again. They're just like flipping, flipping around. Jesus, the crowd loves this. But holy shit. Um. Well, Ryer does love the attention. Not these people, though. <laughs> uh, that is another uh, that is a 22 a 22 is unfortunately not going to pass uh, he kind of swats you back as you're trying to roll through him hey that's it no. <laughs> oh I'm very sorry um, Ariadne it's your turn it is now time to fuck her shit up oh oh she's been waiting for this I will remind you that you do have your DCs too lower because you are stupefied uh, from Touch of Idiocy, but get her ass. What do you do? That's okay. Lots of Bard in 14. You also have to stack dots, meaning... Mm-hmm. Does a 31 hit her? Oh my god, you lucky bastard. Yes, I, that's just a hit. <laughs> She's punched oh, in the face with Produce Flame. Oh shit, okay. Ariadne, you fucking deck her. And she has an ah! As she stumbles back and suddenly flames burst up over her body. Yeah. Is that uh, thing is that thing happening with the extremely flammable stuff? Uh-huh. Yes, she yeah, is she immediately set on fire. <laughs> she is instantly set alight, and she lets a scream of pain just Ah You fucking bitch What was that about no magic talent or are you just projecting? <laughs> um so how much damage is that? That's twenty fire damage. My god, okay. With the added Four persistent fire damage from incendiary aura. Okay. And then with the bleed, because she still hasn't taken care of that. Uh huh. Nine persistent bleed damage. My God! You did more than thirty damage. Okay, cool. And you have a one action left. She's gonna shield herself. Good call. Yeah. Uh, Ariadne, you bubble yourself because oh shit. Yeah. Um. And I think now it is uh the. Uh, Chimera's turn and uh, the Chimera just kind of roars out at Volio and Royari. There, there. It's going to go in for a claw attack this time, slashing at Volio. Does a 24 to hit Volio? Uh, yep. It hits. Okay, no. that's gonna... No? Um, I'm gonna keep doing... Or I'm gonna do uh, another... Uh, Glimpse of Redemption? 
glimpse of redemption, and Rayari is like, uh, no, uh, no, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Rayari is, is like, you're a celestial servant of Shellen, the goddess of arts, and you should maybe not be trying to commit murder upon innocent people. Thank you very much. Please stop. <laughs> um, and again, that moment of hesitation. So Volio, because of Glimpse of Redemption, he does six damage to you. <laughs> wow. Hell yeah. <laughs> and he's enfeebled too. And he's going to turn to you now. He's going to bite with his line jaws. Arari, that is a uh, 24. He's going with another tree-headed strike, nope. kind of. Okay. Uh, and he's going to take 46 bleed damage. Yay! Oh. That's 17 bleed damage. Um, he lets out a roar of... Um, and he takes... Oh, yeah, he's still bleeding. I rolled on that one. He's bleeding hard. Nice. I'm going to make a 5d6 on his next turn. As, like, it's, like, bright... Like, it's golden ichor that's, like, spewing out of his body. Um, and he lets out a snarl. Uh, the crowd is just roaring. They're loving this. Um... Favorite character. It's Mistress Dusklight's turn. And she snarls and says... Chimera, you fool! Get up here! And, um... She is then going to whip at the Chimera. Uh, that's a 26 to hit the Chimera, which is a hit, and that's 17 slashing damage to the Chimera. And... The Chimera takes flight! Oh, dear. And it is now... It jumps 30 feet up in the air. And she whips at the Chimera again! Uh, that is going to be... That's going to be a 31 to hit. That is a hit. There's another 15 slashing damage to the Chimera, and it's going to attack you, Ariato. All right. Rari looks up at the Chimera and is like, Volio, I think we need to get up there next turn. If you can think of a way, yes. Die climbing. <laughs> oh, I have a hook. Oh, uh, Ariato, that's a 35 to hit. Uh, good thing it's a 35, because that hits, it's not a crit. Oh. Woo! Your shield came in handy. Um, yep. That's going to be 25 damage. Ow. You can't. As a fucking dragon head lurches forward and bites into you. Yeah, all right. Holy shit. And on her last action, I think uh, Mistress Dusklight is uh, simply going to kind of like stare at you, Ariato, and say, Stop being silly, Ariato, and just come home to mother. And I need, I'm going to make an intimidation check. Ariadne, does a 42 pass your will DC? Will DC? That's a crit. Ariadne, you don't know why, but just the idea of being here again sends actual panic down your tra- like, into your heart. Um, and I think for the first time, uh, you are frightened too. So your melee attacks and AC are going to be too lower on your next turn. Okay. How is Ariadne feeling right now? She wants to get this over with. She's had enough. Don't blame her. <laughs> Volio, it's your turn. There's a Chimera. He's flying. Uh, Ariadne is in trouble. Mistress Dusta is being horrible. What do you do? You know, I was I had an idea to get up there with Dusklight and Ariadne, but I have another idea. And I wouldn't I wouldn't categorize it as sexier per se, but um, it's more something. I'm going to take the grappling hook and I'm going to fucking throw it at the Chimera and try to pull it back to the ground. Okay. You can do this in two actions. One to pull it out, one to throw it. Yes. So, you pull it out, and I need you to make me an athletics check. Oh, that was almost a nat 20. I'm so upset. A 24. 
That is literally his his DC. Okay, cool. Volo, you pull out a grapple hook, you swing it around, it wraps around him, and you yank it down, and he takes fall damage for 30 feet. And because of the constant slashing from Mistress Dusklight in the bleed, Volo, as you slam it onto the ground, it goes limp, and it is unconscious. Oh, that's taken care of. You've bested the Celestial Chimera, and the crowd goes fucking wild. Holy shit, you have one action left. What do you do? Oh god, if only Hideous Laughter were one action, I cast on her too. Let's have some silly moments. Let's have some coping silly moments. I'm gonna take out the Rod of Wonder. I'm not gonna use it because I can't, but I'm gonna take it out. Oh my god, okay. You fucking yank that thing out and it spins a little bit, ready to be deployed. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> okay. Royari, it is your turn. Um, the Chimera is no longer a problem. However, Ariato is up there alone and she's facing off against... Her worst nightmare. Um, or one of them. Rayari um, refuses to leave Ariato alone. Um, I want to get up there. Okay. Um, how high is it? It's 30 feet up. Is there a way I can get up there, like climbing? Or would I... You could take my grappling hook. You could snatch R- uh, Volio's grappling hook and uh, yeah. try swing up. I would let you use acrobatics to swing up in that case. Um, and if you pulled it off at a high enough DC, I would give you panache. Okay. Uh, Rayari looks back at Volio and is like, please hand me your grappling hook. I'm not using it. You may take it. Thank you. Uh, takes it. Uh, she takes it and, uh, then he, like, swings it into the air so that she can pull off a sexy, sexy trick, um, and jump up there to help. Okay, make me an acrobatics check. Twelve plus, um, sixteen. Okay, so 12 plus 16, uh, that is... I will say it's enough to get up, but it's not enough to get panache. So you yank yourself up, and you kind of land and wobble, and you are now standing side by side with Ariato against Mistress Dusklight. And she kind of stares at you and says, Oh, and how mommy comes round to help. Do you get pleasure out of uh, treating your friends like they're children? Babying them like they can't think for themselves? Where is this coming from? What? (laughs) She's just curling abuse, man. Uh, you got one action left. What do you do? <laughs> He's like, do you need therapy? Okay. Um, and then uh, Rayari, uh, Rayari looks at Dusklight and is like, you're saying these things because you're mad that you can't control me. You don't scare me. I'm not afraid of you. You just kind of annoy me. Okay, make me a diplomacy check. That's a 16 plus 18. It's a 34? Okay. Uh, yeah, that does pass. Despite her bonkers will, that passes. Um, her will has not been doing her any flavor favors today. Hmm. You say this and she snarls and says, You don't know what you're talking about, street rats. Do you have any other insults? You can see that that flustered her. That's what catches her off guard. Uh, <laughs> so she's bun mode, meaning her will saves are a little bit lower, which is not good for her. Good for us. Ariato, it's your turn. So I have a question about Divine Wrath. Divine Wrath? Uh-oh. As an oracle. What about it? As an oracle. I have two deities. Uh-huh. What alignment is she? Oh, Duskai is evil. She is super fucking evil. Chaotic evil, but yes. Damn! Oh, good. Good. Divine Wrath, and I'm using good damage from Saren Ray. You channeled the boon given to you by the goddess of redemption. Saren Ray, a uh, queen of the sun and angel of being fucking poly and gay. <laughs> and 
What do you do? What? How? How is this working? I need a fortitude save. Uh oh. That's probably not great. Okay, because she is a bun mode, that is a twenty-five. That doesn't matter. She still takes half damage. Okay. Uh, so tell me what happens with Divine Wrath. You can channel the fury, the fury of your deity against foes of opposed alignment. Choose an alignment of your deity. In this case, it's good. You can't cast a spell if you don't have a deity or your deity is true neutral. Uh, this spell okay. gains the trait of the alignment you choose. You deal 4d10 damage of the alignment you choose. Each creature in the area oh. must attempt a fortitude save. Oh, dear. Okay. Creatures that match this alignment, they, they there's nothing. They, they don't feel a thing. Yeah, Soraya is fine. Uh, Volio is fine. Um, Mistress Dustlight is not fine. Roll that damage for me. 35 divided by two. My god, that would be 18 damage. Okay, she yells as she takes it and she kind of stumbles back as the holy light of Serenray bursts from your hands and kind of like scourges into her and she yells and says, Ah, fuck! A celestial performance? A performance of good. I think Serenray <gasps> begs to differ. Oh that was my, a very good one, she's furious, Ariato. She is fucking furious. Good. Okay, uh, you have one action left before she starts taking her many, many, many dots. Uh, well, it's a good thing that Royari's right next to her. Cast Guidance. Oh, oh uh, Royari, it's been a while, but you hear Hal telling you to kill. And you oh. know what? You're not against it this time. Royari's <laughs> like, oh, hello. Uh, so you're going to get a plus one on your next attack roll against her, which is... So, Ariad, will you do me the favor of rolling these fucking dots? Oh. The fire and the fucking bleed. Yes. This is my favorite part. I will say, by the way, Ray, she's weak to, the, uh, to your slashing damage right now. Hell yes. Uh, that is 10 from the bleed. Oh my god. And 4 from the fire. Okay, so that's 14 more damage. Um, she's starting to look pretty hurt. And it's her turn. Uh, if, that's, if you're good, you're done. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's everything. Okay. She uh, kind of like stumbles back and so she wipes her mouth and she's like, not everything this circus has. It doesn't matter where it's, uh, if it really is true or not. But anything we ever do will outrank your pathetic pretenders. And uh, she kind of like whips at the air and uh, she casts a spell on herself. Uh, and suddenly a cloak of swirling colors shrouds her and uh, she has cast cloak of colors on herself. So while you're adjacent to her, you uh, she is you are all dazzled. So um, she is concealed from you. You'll have to make fat checks to even hit her. And when you attack her, something else will happen. Uh, on her last action, she is going to whip at you, uh, and that is going to be a thirty-five against you, Ariato. She's going for you. No. Crit. Yeah. Okay. I'm using glimpse of redemption. Okay. But not to actually. Not obviously. He's not actually trying to redeem her. Um, You're just shouting her to tell her to fuck off. When Rari uh, sees Ariato being hit, he, he looks at, at her and says, You're doing this because you're afraid of her. You're doing this because you're afraid of us and because you know that you've been backed into a fucking corner. You should just surrender now. Ooh. <laughs> so uh, that is, instead of 30 damage, it's 20 damage. <laughs> I'm here to protect you, cake. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And she is enfeebled because she's not going to fucking not do it. Uh, but mm -hmm. you see now that she... Oh, man, so she's having a lot happen to her right now, huh? 
Um, well, you, well, we've taken all the other all the other problems off of the stage. I mean, yeah. there's still a giant pit of fire, but it's yeah, not but like, there's no one hanging over it. It's fine. Yeah, it it's, um, just is a pit of fire. Yeah, she lets out a snout. <laughs> Volio, it's your turn. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, that's fucking insane. Y'all good up there? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> How many actions would it be to climb up there? I'll say one. Fuck it, I climb up there with my big, strong clown arms. Okay, make me that legs check to fucking honk, honk, honk up. Aye, aye, Captain. Oh, fuck yeah. That's 19 plus 14, I think. So that's a 35, or 33? Yeah, 33. You're up there. Easy, easy peasy. You're up there, you're right next to her, and you're snarling. Uh, she is glowing all sorts of weird colors, um, but you're up there. <laughs> Can I bonk her on the head with a rod slender? Bonk. Cast a spell? Sure, do it. <laughs> Alright, what do I need to roll? You're gonna need to roll me a d100, my man. Let's see, I hope it's something good. I hope it either fucks me up or her up. 73? A 73? Oh. 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 Oh, Volio! Mm-hmm. You cast mind reading on her. <gasps> Uh-oh. <laughs> What's Dusklight thinking about? Oh, dear. Um, New trauma? <laughs> no, you see what's... So she fails. So first off, uh, what you get is that her... She is not as intelligent as you are. <laughs> you know that much. You're actually keener than she is. Epic. But more importantly, you get some vague surface talks from her, which kind of echo in your head. In, like, in her mind, you hear her thinking, this isn't going my way, but I'm not going to let them shut me down. If worse comes to worse, I'll just have to use that thing and take them out with me. <laughs> oh, you're pathetic. Um, the pinwheel stops spinning and you no longer hear her thoughts unless you want to continue uh, making that work with a sustain action each turn. No, that's enough. Uh, he's hurt enough. You don't know what that thing is, but you know that she's got something up her sleeve. He he, kind of, he takes the rod back from, like, bopping her on the head. Uh, and he's like, wow. Well, I'm excited to see what it is. Huh? Ria, it's your turn. Um, boy, I would hate if you fucking upped her dots. Boy, I would hate if I upped her dots. <laughs> Question. So if I'm adjacent her... Then you're dazzled, which means you'll have to make a um, a H a roll to see her, but it's not a very high roll. She, but she and she's weak to slashing damage right now. Yes, I'm actually gonna put away the rapier. Um, and oh pull, shit! Okay, and I'm gonna pull out my whip um, because that mm -hmm. does slashing. I'm pretty okay. sure. Okay, I love the idea of being weak to slashing damage. I too am weak to slashing damage. <laughs> I think we all are. <laughs> she's just exceptionally good at bleeding right now. Uh, Rayari is going to use a finisher. Okay. Um, that is a 9 plus 19. A 28. Uh, because she's currently being uh, flat-footed by all of you, that is a hit. Okay. Woo. Oh, and this was... Uh, I, I was going to say it was going to be a bleeding finisher. Okay, well, roll that damage. 21. Okay, and what's the weakness on this slashing kick hit? Ooh, from Blood Vendetta. Until the bleeding stops, the target has weakness 1 to piercing and slashing damage. Okay, so she takes another uh, bit of slashing damage. And she lets her, ah! And she kind of stumbles a little bit. Uh, she's clearly hurt. Um, and that bleeding is getting so much worse. She's on fire, she's bleeding, she's enfeebled, she, uh, her fucking head is swirling, it hurts, 
everything sucks, she is furious. Uh, I'm gonna bunmo her again. Okay. Because I don't feel like flipping around her. Royari looks at her and is like, you really are backed into a corner. I, I think it's a little bit pathetic. You should just give up. You're already under arrest. There's nothing else you can do here. I gotta make a will save. Or are you making a diplomacy check? Okay, you're making a diplomacy check, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an eight plus 18. God fucking damn, because she's already bun mode. Yes, that is a success. <laughs> Royari, it doesn't have an effect per se, but you gain your panache back instantly. And oh, she's snarling yeah. okay. and staring and practically like ready to burst in anger. Royari flashes a peace sign. <laughs> <laughs> Ariado, it is your turn. You got three actions. You're going to be, I'm gonna let you roll those dots again in a sec. You're gonna be adding 3d6 to the bleed damage. So look for that. What do you do? I think before she even attacks, she kind of just stares her down like, all this time you made me think that I was the pathetic one, but oh my God, it's been you this entire time that's just been projecting on every single person you come across. You don't care about me. You don't care about anyone here. You only care about yourself. You only care about the money. And you only care about the tricks you have up your sleeve that'll benefit you and no one else. You don't even care about Eskadar. You don't give a shit about anyone in that crowd. You just want to hurt us. You want to hurt what we built. Because it hurts you. It threatens you. It threatens everything that you live for. And you're afraid. So 19 years of fear, anger, hurt, and rage are all going to be reflected back. And I hope you live with it for a long time. I'm going to give you a hero point. I wouldn't normally give you two hero points in the same session for excellent roleplay, but my fucking god, I can't. Excuse me? Take it. And she's going to heighten Admonishing Ray 4th level. Okay. Make that attack roll. Does a 33 hit. A 33 does hit. Roll damage. 26 non-lethal force damage. You fucking deck her across the face and she lets a gasp of pain and she's not looking well. But yeah, she is staring at you wide-eyed and you can tell that she's like at her breaking point. (laughs) Well, we still have some damage. Yeah, you got one action left. Uh, do you want to do that, or do you want to roll the damage first? One da- well, I could harm. I could. You could. You could. Very weak, though, but I could. You could do. You don't know how much HP she has left. I don't. The admonishing, wa- the admonishing ray was literally KO her. You could just punch her if you wanted. Just beat the shit out of her. It wouldn't do much damage, but it would certainly add some fucking panache. Oh, God. Just the idea of Ariano just walking up to her and just shadowbox punching her and then just actually punching her. Fucking wailing on her. Ariano's done a lot of punching to this lady. Yeah. Listen. There's a lot of emotions. It's very personal. Good for her. Yeah. Queen. Uh, I mean, she's going to do it. She's going to punch her. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Ariato, to hit her, I need you to roll me a d20 to see if you can actually hit her. Oh, right. Fifteen. Okay, yeah, that's enough. Now make me a attack roll. Twenty-eight. Holy shit. High rolls, but you know what? Fuck it. Uh, yeah, that's a hit. You fucking punch Mistress Dusklight. <laughs> Woo! How much damage is that? 
Uh, three. <laughs> you know what? It's worth it to hurt her feelings. True. <laughs> she kind of reels back now. Uh, oh, roll me those dots. Okay. <gasps> There's going to be an extra 3d6 bleed damage because of Royari. Oh, yeah, that's Woo. right. For you. That is 11 for the bleed, 6 for the fire. Alright, Ariato, as you connect your fist to her, uh, that, those flashing lights flare up. Uh, I need you to make me a will save. 33. Woo! Just a pass! Um, Ariato, the light flashes like really bright, but not enough to like actually, you know, blind you, which it was going to. Oh, good, good. <laughs> It's Mistress Dusklight's turn, and she is not looking well. Um, she kind of shakes herself, and with a fl- like with a flourish, uh, she like patches up her bleeding and shakes off that flame. Uh, she rolled a nat twenty to see if she was still taking all that stuff. Good. <laughs> she's still bun mode, which isn't great for her, but everything else is kind of worn off by now. But even then, she's in such a poor physical state that it doesn't look like she's gonna last for much longer. She kind of wipes her mouth and says. You know what? You're right. All of you are right. I'm a sick, sadistic monster. I love to see people suffering. I loved seeing you all suffer when you were here. It gave me the will to go on, to become rich and make more people suffer like you. And I don't care about anyone else. And I don't care about anyone in this circus. And I don't care about anyone in this tent. All I care about is Mistress Dusklight and the brand of the Celestial Menagerie. And you know what? If I can't have that, I'm not going to let anyone leave this tent. And she uh, kind of like uh, takes that, uh, like picks up the baton she had and like, like knocks on the floor. And when she does that, the pillar that had the cage uh, that had the uh, cage in it uh, raises up even further to make a huge sixty-foot tower, brushing the uh, roof of the tent. And inside of the cage beneath the Chimera's cage is a weird mechanical device, and it starts making a loud noise. Tick, tock, tick. Oh my god, it's a bomb! Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the grand finale of everyone present! A bomb! In less than 20 seconds, it will blow up, taking all of you to heaven and hell! And it's gonna take us all to say goodbye, suckers of wayward blunders! Oh, so that's what you meant. Well, she's got a bomb! She has a bomb. And. That's uh, two actions, one to pick up the cane, one to activate the bomb. Her last action, she turns to you, uh, Volio, and she waves her hand a little bit, and suddenly, oh my god, Volio, she's trapped you in a box. Is it invisible? The clown has become a mime! <laughs> Volio, you're in a box, a real box! What's going oh, on? Oh, shit. But Ariadne and Vol- Royari, you don't see anything. But she has cast House of Imaginary Walls on Volio. Oh my Fuck lord. Me. So that's her turn now. And she just starts laughing as this thing is ticking down. You have three rounds to get to that bomb and deactivate it. And then it's gonna blow up and kill everyone here. Well, maybe not kill, you don't know, like, maybe you have enough HP to survive it, but do you wanna risk it? Um, the people are fucking panicking. Volu, it is your turn, you're inside a box. Can I try to break the box open? That's uh, it, that would be his first instinct. Yeah, I, you can. Um, make me a fucking attack roll. 21. 21's a crit. Huh. 
How much damage is that? 33 damage. Okay, 33 damage. Uh, mm -hmm. You slam against it and it almost cracks in pieces, but it's just holding on together. I'll do it again. You want to attack again? Okay. Yeah. 19. 19. Yes, that's a hit. Roll damage. 32. Volio, you slam, slam, and break the wall into pieces. And you have one action left. What do you do? Can I say I still have the Rod of Wonder out? Yeah, for sure. I'm going to smack her across the face of it. Oh my god, okay, <laughs> go for it. Uh, so you have one action up. You can smack her, though. Uh, yeah, I can. It's not gonna be good, it's not going to hit. Yeah, 17. Okay, a 17 isn't a crit fail, wait. Yeah, it's not a crit fail, but it is a fail. Uh, you try smack her, and she just sidesteps, uh, cackling like a witch. She has lost it. Um... Royari, it's your turn. What do you do? There's a bomb. Okay, um, where? Uh, it is in... It is, uh, in the ring where it was. It's like a large metal device about as big as a cow. Um, so stopping that would mm -hmm. take, like, a thie would take, like, thievery checks, right? Uh, yes. You could... It would require a thievery check, although the you don't know how easy it's going to be. It might take some time to actually properly do it. Um, um, okay. You know, you could also smash into pieces, but you don't know if you're going to have time to do that. Or if you have some other way to figure it out, you can. Royari is, uh, he, he turns to the others and he's like, I'm going to handle that. Um, uh, please take care of her. Um, oh, don't worry. I was planning on it. Um, now watch this. And then Rayari is going to, um, pull, uh, cause I still have the grappling hook. Mm-hmm. Is it okay if I, like, Tarzan swing over there? <laughs> There's trapeze things. You can make me an acrobatics check, and potentially you will get there without taking any fall damage. I would love that. And I'll give you panache. Okay. Uh, that's a 14 plus 16, so that would be a 30. Yes, okay. Rare, you swing, and you, like, glide across. And for a second, you're back to being a trapeze artist in Mistress Dusklikes. And you land by the tank without taking a single bit of damage. And you got panache. Um, I don't know if panache will help you here, but just in case. Mm -hmm. All right, it's like, we just dime a dozen now. Okay. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and Rari is going to try and disarm this thing. Okay. Make me a thievery check. Okay. That's a 20. It's only a 20. Royari, you're looking around and you cannot find, like, you're trying to figure out, you're like, oh, goodness, there's wires everywhere. Um, there seems to be, like, a flame spell of some sort inside that is, like, being unraveled as ropes are being pulled taut by the, uh, by the clockwork mechanisms. And you're mm -hmm. like, oh, fuck. Uh, it seems to be, like, bring up a reagent into the flames. Uh, you have uh, one action left. You can try again. I'm going to try again. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 15 plus 14, so that is a 29. No. Uh, you look around and you're still trying to figure it out. You don't know which wires look like the ones that are, like, causing it to go up and which are the wires that, if you cut it, will fuck over the timer. Okay. Uh, Rayari's like, uh, I'm not sure what to do here, folks! Um, Royari? That is your turn? Um, yes. Ariado, it is your turn. Uh, Mistress Dusklight isn't even paying attention anymore. She's just laughing. She's cackling and screaming in joy. 
she's fully prepared to die. Well, she's not gonna. Um, <laughs> will slow work? On her? On the bomb. Oh! Oh! Um, you know what? That's very creative. And normally, it normally I don't think that would be the intention. It, bombs don't have will saves. They have fortitude and reflex saves, but not will. Yeah. But I don't think, like, I don't think this is like a mind affecting spell either. So you know what? I will allow it. And <laughs> it rolled a thirty, a thirty-four. Oh my fucking god! Okay, it slowed one for a round. Okay, so you get an extra round to deal with this time. Uh-huh. Ariazu, you hold up your hand and you distort time, slowing down the bomb just a little bit to give you a little bit more reaction time. That was very clever. You are on a, on a roll today, uh, KK. <laughs> oh, God, she doesn't have a lot. Uh, then she's gonna fucking, uh, I don't know, cast guidance on Volio? <laughs> okay, Volio, hell! What do you do? It is Mistress Dusklight's turn. And she turns and points to you, Royari, and she yells and says, I don't think so, Royari Sansonax! I curse you to fail! And I need you to make me a will save. Oh my god, she's using actual okay. curse. A will save? Yes. Great, thank you. Uh, that is uh, 24. Okay, Royari. Um... You are, uh, you are affected by Black Cat Curse. Okay. But she's blue, Derry. She's blue. <laughs> she's a black cat. Um, I, she's she's so blue. here's the thing. For the next hour, you are going to uh, have disadvantage on all attack, uh, attacks or saving throws. Okay. Which, uh, that's a D&D term, but, like, you're gonna have to roll twice and take the lower result every time you make an attack or an attack lower saving throw. I mean, we're literally, yeah, it is literally disadvantage, so, yeah, that's fine. Mm -hmm. um, well, no, it's a black cat curse, actually. <laughs> Shut uh, no that's up. one action. Uh, she is then going to uh, look at you, Volio, and you're still stupefied from Feline, and she says, Oh, and what are you gonna do? Hit me? Burn like the rest of us! You are beguiled. Okay. So you can't do anything except to her, and you cannot, um, like, you, like, can't take any hostile actions against her. Fuck. That fucks on headlands. Okay. Uh, we're last action, though. She's gonna whip you, Volio. That's 26 to hit. I mean, yeah, hits. Okay, that's gonna be 16 slashing damage. No. <laughs> that's six slashing damage. <laughs> Rary, what do you say from over here? Shut the fuck up, you dumb bitch! <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. And she's enfeebled again! Yay! Um, okay, that's her turn. Volio, it's your turn. So, my inventor feat allows me to easily determine how things are made and how to recreate them. So if I know how it's made, I should know how to take it apart, right? Or at least I should know a little bit more about it and I, I can tell Royari about it. I'm clapping. <laughs> I will allow Some you to make cheeks. a crafting check and if you pass a certain DC, the DC for what Royari is doing will be lowered quite a lot. Okay, cool. Okay, I'm gonna roll real dice. My crafting is 17. You're pretty good at your crafting. I'm pretty good at crafting. 
right. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's not a nat 20, but it's a 19. 19 plus 17. That is fucking 30-something. Oh my god, that's a crit of the DC I had in my head. Fuck yeah! You look at it and you kind of like dissect it in your brain and you're like, okay, on the left side, under the second compartment, there's probably going to be a little gear mechanism and if you fuck with that, it should stop the bomb. Okay. Uh, he, he yells out and he's like, left side, fuck with the gears! Okay! And Rory, your TV check is going to be a little bit lower now. Or the DC is going to be a little bit lower. Uh, Volu, you have two actions left. Um, your attention is kind of drawn back to Mistress Dusklight. What do you do? And I can't hurt her. Okay. You can't um, hurt her, but you can still do stuff with her. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. Uh, man. Can I make her fall off the fucking podium with grease? Can I cast grease? And have her slip, or at least try to have her slip? Would that be a hostile action? <laughs> I, I think it's just funny. I will rule that it's not a hostile action, and again, this is kind of a self-defense thing. You don't want her charging you. Yeah. There's okay. also, here's the thing. It is funny. It is it's funny. very funny. <laughs> <laughs> you cast Reese at her feet, and she kind of, like, starts slipping a little bit and snarls. Oh, so she's going to have to roll that on her turn. Mm-hmm. Rayari, it is your turn. This is the second round. By now, the crowd is starting to fucking run. Um, oh, yes, please do that. So everyone <laughs> is, like, charging and yelling. Um, so it is difficult terrain now. Uh, because uh-uh. there's a crowd. Well, Royari has no plans of moving anytime soon. So it's all good. Well, Royari, <laughs> you have three actions. Uh, the clock is, like, for a moment you hear it ticking going tick. Talk. All right. Tick. Yes, yes, we get it. Talk. Shut up. You got three okay. actions. What do you do? Okay, I'm gonna just fucking... I I am dead set on getting this thing to not be there. Okay. Uh, okay. That's a... I rolled a 7 plus 14. Uh, 21? 21. Yeah, you you kind of look around and you're like, uh, uh, uh. You're not entirely sure which left side. <laughs> There's a lot of left sides. I am in hell and I hate my life. Oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna. Do I roll again? Is this like a second roll? Or is yes. this. Uh, 11 plus 14, so it's uh, 25. Okay, you still haven't found it, but you have one last action. I'm gonna do it one more fucking time. <laughs> Bro! I'm. Roll the 31. Royari, you did locate it? And you get the wires. Now you just have to figure how to undo them. But this is going to be a much lower TV check. Okay. Um, I can't do that this turn. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I, th- I think I have it. I just and then you hear the TikToking getting faster again. It's back to normal. That's <laughs> done. Wait, is it not? Another spell slot for level three. I've <laughs> <laughs> been keeping track. We're... Okay, Ariadne, it is your turn. <laughs> you hear it getting faster and it's going back to normal. What do you do? She says no. <laughs> she, she remembers all of her level three spell slots. What would you do if Mistress Dustlight brought out a bomb, but Ariadne said no? She has two more spell slots left. <laughs> Slow again. Okay. Okay, so that's to make another, uh, in this case, a fortitude save. Uh, that's a 
28. Success, but it's slowed for another round. <laughs> okay, so right there, you have another round to go. Ariadne, you have one action left. What do you do? Um, <laughs> guidance on Volio again. <laughs> okay, more hell, kill, kill. God. <laughs> um, it's Mistress Dusklight's turn. Uh, oh man, she is. She isn't even talking anymore. She is just laughing. She is laughing and laughing and laughing. In fact, she's laughing so hard that I do think that, uh, Ariadne, you need to make me a will save. Have fun. Uh -oh. Okay, so that's a 26. <laughs> 26 yeah. is a fail. Ariato, you are also laughing. Oh, good. Oh, shit. She casts hideous laughter on you, too. Well. <laughs> and she is just fucking cackling says, you'll die here with me all of you um and she's going to point out volio and she's going to tr uh, try throw a curse at you make me a will save okay that's 15 plus 12 that's 27 Whew! okay because she is uh she's up on most she hasn't got rid of that yet you pass sexy so you aren't cursed by her that's great. It's your turn, Volio. She's not looking well. What do you do? Have you ever seen 3000? Yes. Oh. What are you doing? No, I know what you're doing. Volio, it's 2020. Are you really? Are you really? It is 2020. This is madness. 2021, c'est la vie. I'm kicking her in the <gasps> chest. <laughs> Make me an athletics check. Fall, bitch. That's 15 plus 14. That's 29. enough to knock her off. Volio, she falls. Fall damage? She's gonna take 30 fall damage as she lands on her back. Fuck it, get trampled. You you smack her into the crowd and she does fall and like, there are people trampling her as she lets out Ah! You got two actions left. What do you do? He whistles and says, Oof, timber. Um... He can he try and help again with the wires uh, with his. Uh, sure, if you get down there. Okay, cool. Um, I don't care about the damage. Can I just fucking jump down? One hundred percent. You'll take three damage because this is pretty high up, but that's fine. Perfectly fine. I don't care. I have the HP. I have the HP. And if it okay. explodes, we're gonna fucking die anyway. So. Um, oh my I, god. I'm going to roll crafting, right? Uh, and yes, I will let you roll crafting because you've got inventor. Ooh, 17. 17 plus 17, that's... Uh, 34. 34. 34. I'm getting sex rolls of these. Volio, you see Royari fiddling and panicking, and you look over, and you put, like... I think what you do is you just punch your hand in and then pull out a load of wires. Yeah. And the bomb just goes quiet. Bingo. Holy shit. And as your turn, Volio? Yeah. Royari, it's your turn. Um, holy shit. The bomb stopped, and Mistress Duskai is there on the floor, and she's panting. There are people, a few people, like, trampled her. They're running past. What do you do? Royari is going to uh, turn to her, and is... Did I have Knash? Do I have Knash right now? Yes, okay. you do. Uh, I am going to use a precise strike. Okay. Well, that, well, there's my luck! 
Well, there, right, there, there, now I found it. I have a fuck. I rolled a nat 20. Now, now is when I roll a nat 20. Yes, yes. Okay. Better late than ever. Roll that damage? Uh, it was a precise strike, so. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled six damage. Times two, that's 12. I mean, she's not out. Um, she wasn't concealed against you because, yeah. Yeah. Um, you were pretty far away from her. Yeah, I've, I've uh, made but sure. That. When that happens, uh, Volio needs to make me a will, uh, a fortitude save. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Twenty-three. Oh, Volio, what did you roll? Well, um, it's a one for me, Doc. Okay, Volio, uh. There's a bright flash of light, and you are stunned, which means you're going to lose one action on your next turn. Ow! Ow. Uh, Royari, it's your turn. You have one action left. Um, I'm going to, uh, Royari's like, oh, I'm so sorry, Volio. <laughs> Don't worry, just get her. Okay. I was like, what? I would have used, I was, I would have used a, f- a finisher if I only had one. Yeah, you got two actions, okay. sorry. Um, now I'm going to use a finisher. I'm gonna use a confident finisher. Mm-hmm. I just want to hit. Um, okay. So it's a minus five, right? Thank you. Mm-hmm. And there my luck goes. Uh, I rolled a two. A two plus? Two plus uh, fucking 14. 16. Uh, that's a crit fail, I'm afraid. Um... Oh no, Royari, you accidentally stumble a little bit. I think people are pushing past you. You were not prone for a moment. Royari's like, you motherfuckers. Wait. I just get up. Yeah, you can just get up <laughs> immediately because you got kip up. <laughs> I, I just remember that. I was like, Royari falls and is like, oh, fuck off, and stands up again and dusts himself off. Um, and um, uh, I'm going to actually, is it okay if I like do acrobatics? So, like, if, I, if I like tumble through her, can I do that? Yeah, for sure. Sorry, there's people over there and they're not over here. Um, mm-hmm. um, so I'm gonna um, I'm gonna tumble through her so that I can get out of the crowd. Okay. That is a um, nine plus sixteen. That's a. Okay, that is a uh, twenty-five. Yeah, not enough to get Panache, but definitely enough to like skirt around her a little bit at okay. least. And Ariato is your turn. Mistress Dusklight has 5 HP. You are atop the tower. She is on the floor being trampled. It's kind of poetic. What do you do? By now, people have cleared off. There's no one on top of her. She is just there, lying on the floor, coughing. And I I think the reality of the situation is dawning on her. She's lost. What do you do? She walks over the side of the tower. She doesn't jump down. She just looks down at her. Mm Mm-hmm. And for a moment, she doesn't really say anything mm-hmm. until she sighs and says, none of us are dying here. You're not dying here. I meant what I said. I hope you live long enough to see all of us succeed where you failed. And I hope it eats at you. One of Nocticula's teachings is punish those who abuse shelter to those who need it. And I think you've made some egregious mistakes in that. So allow me to do her work for her. 
and she casts Admonishing Ray at third level. Make me that attack roll. She's prone, so it's going to be a lower DC. That's 29. Roll damage. 20. Ariato Batty, you put your hands together above your head and then bring it down, and a spectral hand comes and knocks Mistress Dusklight into the dust. And she doesn't say anything except let out a final. And like that, she's out. And fellas, you're defeated. Mistress Dusklight and her celestial menagerie. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice will Roll. This is the book finale for Legacy of the Lost God, and I really hope you enjoyed it. We're already 25 episodes into Extinction Curse. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. Um, so this week, uh, the Patreon is going to be getting a pretty big update with lots of new stuff coming. Uh, a new episode of Behind the Rolls, our behind-the-scenes podcast, is coming your way. I go on a rant about my least favourite Irish poet of all time, William Butler Yeats, and have some fucking opinions about him and the ghost that haunts his wife and tells him to fuck better. <laughs> uh, we will be putting new character sheets on the drive uh, for Book Tree. Um, you will be able to see Royari, Volio, and Ariatos character sheets as they hit level 9 as they get ready for the next Book of Extinction Curse. Our blooper reel will be hitting the feed soon uh, this week too, uh, with 50 bloopers worth of gags. Um, we've we made a lot of them this time, lads. Um, they're always a good laugh to listen to, uh, seeing stuff that was too stupid to put into the actual episode, or goofs so tremendous that we, we just had. If you want to give us your money, but don't want to give us your money every month, and also want something physical instead of something for your ears, why not check out our merchandise store? If you go to DiceWorld.com and check out our store, uh, you'll be able to find stuff like hoodies, stickers, pins, face masks, all sorts of stuff. Um, check it out. It's all really good value for money. We made sure that we weren't making a profit on it so much as we were making it cheap and accessible for you guys to get to. And lastly, if you do not know money and you want to support the show, the best way you can do that is by reviewing the show and telling your friends. Listen. I know you're probably already bugging your pals to get into this shit, but if you if you can even get one person in, just shake one person and be like, check out this show, and they really like it, then you know what? You've got one more person you can talk to about Volio's goofs. <laughs> um, that or leaving us a review on whatever platform you listen to, Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, whatever works the best. Reviews really help drive more views into the show, and that means a lot to us. So that's it for now, everyone. Thank you all so much for enjoying. Uh, have fun with the rest of the episode. And we'll see you next week with uh, Book Tree, which, a uh, little teaser. Book Tree is written by the same guy who wrote Book Tree of uh, Kingmaker. And he went for his whole horror vibe again. The next book's going to be something, I guess the best way of describing it. He's imagined a crossover movie between a fun road trip and a gruesome spooky ghost story. <laughs> Enjoy, everyone. And as always, keep it rolling. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started.
The Room Where It Happened is an actual play podcast built on communal world building and having fun with friends. Currently, we're exploring a world called Bleed, a sci-fi setting pulling elements from westerns and setting a space version of our home of Appalachia. It's a place still recovering from conflict, where resources and labor are less exports and more things to be taken for the more prosperous parts of the galaxy, with little thought given to those it is taken from. The Bleed is a place where people find strength in each other and do what is needed to make ends meet, whether or not the means are strictly legal. It's a place where the objects of work and war are beginning to wake up and decide to take their destiny into their own metaphorical hands. So join us as we follow a found family, as they search for that next job and maybe something a little deeper, too. You can find new episodes every Monday on Spotify or your podcatcher of choice. Just search for The Room Where It Happened and check us out on Twitter at RoomWherePod. Now return to Dice Will Roll. Willow kind of sits down. He's He's got his hammer on the ground, like, uh, head flat on the floor. And he's got his hand on, like, the top of the handle. And he's panting, and he, he's just kind of looking at Dusklight. And he's looking at Ariato. Are you okay? <sighs> Not really. But I think I'll be fine in the long run. Oh, come here! Come here to me right now! (laughs) I'm like 30 feet above you. I jump into my arms! (laughs) I'll catch you. I'm very strong. She jumps. (laughs) Rari catches her and like twirls her and is like, you did so well. I'm so proud of you. I'll be honest, it felt really fucking good. <laughs> I don't think that I'm very motherly. Rari puts um, Ariato down and like fixes her hair and stuff. Um, but I do think of you. Okay. I do think of you like fa- I, <laughs> I know. Uh, okay, Rari's like I think of you like family. And you guys are my family too. You're never gonna have to worry about her again. And guess what? We <laughs> got send her to jail oh yeah that's entirely the reason why I knocked her out I want her to rot <laughs> oh yes she gets oh, to suffer for God. a very very long time more than 19 um, years then, which is what she put me through and she kicks <laughs> and she kicks uh, Dustlight while she's knocked out <laughs> um I think you hear a <clears throat> she'll be put in jail much faster than you expected and uh-huh. who's that coming around the corner <gasps> I'm Dara Paldrine with several armed guards. Oh, Miss Paldrine, thank God you're here. (laughs) My favorite constable. Um, and she comes in, uh, and she's kind of like looking around, says, Now I know I said I wouldn't be able to come here today, but once we dealt with the iridescent elephant situation, uh, it became clear from the several creatures fleeing through this place... Um, that some there was an active incident going on. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> you could say that. 
imagine my surprise when I count, uh, when we made our way in and we find um, Daricus Stalet and Delamar Yanvin pinned to a wall by manticore storms uh, atop an unconscious manticore. What was he doing here? Oh, uh, the, the manticore? No, my deputy. Oh, oh, that one is, um... I think he is a fake. There's no thinking. He definitely let, um, Dusklight know what was going on, which is why she panicked and did this and sort of, like, gestures to the, the whole circus and gestures towards the bomb. Um... Uh, is that a... Is, is that a yes. bomb? Not anymore. <laughs> we're, we're well, safe. it's a... Technically, now. it's a bomb, now but it's, it's a not-working bomb. A nom. I don't... No, I don't think that one... I don't think that one hit very well. Daricus. It can't always be a villain. Daricus. Yes. Yes. What happened with him? Fair. <laughs> uh... We were gonna have lunch with Well, them. you see, um, Dusklight likes to pass out money to people who she thinks will be very helpful to her sometimes. He was on her payroll. Yeah. She has a lot of people in that ledger. I hope it was worth it. Yes. So that's why I was never able to fully curb the criminals in this city, because one of my most trusted officials was undermining me. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, ma'am. Right on some money. Uh, Get I it? considered. Excuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Volio. I don't think now's the time. <laughs> oh, Amdara, I'm so sorry. Right <laughs> I, I suspected corruption, but I never distrusted Darius. I considered him my friend, and I don't want to see him publicly dishonored, but I can't make exceptions where justice is concerned. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I am. And she pull, pulls yourself. something out of her pocket, and it's a big fucking bag of oh money. My, oh my oh. goodness. <laughs> Rary, Rary's hands, the fingers start wiggling. <laughs> oh. This is a bounty. Oh my. 100 gold for bringing in Mistress Dustbite. <laughs> 100 gold for bringing her in alive. <laughs> and 100 gold for helping uh, catch a corrupt uh, policeman. Uh-huh. Oh my god. And 100 gold for helping me catch a large majority the rest of Escadar's crooks all in one place. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, you, really, you, you are my favorite constable too. <laughs> And she kind of, like, leans down, and she, uh, kind of stirs Mistress Dusklight, who goes, What? And she slaps some handcuffs on his. Mistress Dusklight, I hereby, uh, arrest you in the name of Escadar. Your business to Celestial Menagerie is hereby closed. (laughs) (laughs) Dry eyes. Mistress, Mistress Dusklight's eyes widen, and she's like, you can't be serious. Me? Arrested? <laughs> I am Mistress Dusklot. You can't just let me rot in a cell for years. Oh, it's pretty easy. <laughs> Aldrin says, 
that's not my decision to make. It's uh, a court of your peers you'll find. Now let's get going. <laughs> and um, she kind of pauses and says, and to whoever left the mess in the maze. What? <laughs> I won't gain anything from reprimanding you. I believe you acted in self-defense. I'm sorry, what? She doesn't explain the word and says, now let's get you Ariana home. Ariana says nothing. And <laughs> please, um, Ariana nothing. looks at Odd Body. Do you two know something that I don't? No. Um, as Mistress Duskite is being carted away, she starts snarling and howling. She's like, this is the end of this circus of wayward blunders. You haven't seen the last of me. You haven't seen the last of me! Promise? I really wish... She says as she's pulled away. I really wish that she would come up with a new insult for her name. I, it's just getting old now. It's just annoying. <laughs> like... Being funny was not her talent. No. Oh no, that is yours, my dear. She was yes. just flashy. That's all she was. And Volio, um, as Amdara is... Carting away Mr. Stusklight, uh, you kind of peek around a corner, uh, and there's Mazael, and beside him, kind of trembling a little bit, but putting on a brave face and wiping his brow, is Axel. He's okay. It takes a moment for that, like, image to register in his head, uh, that Axel's there. Um, but when it does, he rushes over and like in like the blink of an eye, he's like in front of him. He's got his hands on his face. He's like checking for injuries. Ah, uh, 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 ow, ow, okay, okay. This is a love hands all at once. Are you okay? Uh, they did not I mean, hurt you? Yeah. No, well, I mean, she did hurt me and she hung me over a fire pit. I think you saw that, but I... I'm alive, if that's what you're asking. Oh my god. <laughs> are, you, are you okay? Did she, like, put an emotions hex on you or something? He <laughs> he just, he takes him into a big hug. Oh, okay, okay. You were asking earlier if anything was broken. I think my spine might be now. <laughs> I was worried about you. No, no offense, Mr. Volio. It's just usually you're no kind of a jokesy guy. I, I didn't know you cared. I, he, he, he lets him go and he's like, <clears throat> uh, apologies. <laughs> no, no um, it's, it's okay. It's just. I. This are no jokes today. <laughs> I do okay. not feel like. Laughing. Do you want to start heading home? I, I really don't want to be here for much longer than we have to be. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, let us go home. As Axel and uh, Volio are having their reunion, I think Ariato is just like leaning back against a wall and exhaling after facing her trauma head on. Um, Mazael approaches you a little anxiously and uh, he kind of smiles at you and says, well, that was... That was eye-opening. I'm sorry. <laughs> I... Uh, 
when I found out that you were dating her, I was concerned, to say the least. <laughs> I... I should have seen the signs earlier, I feel. I, I can't help but feel like this was all my fault, and if I had... Don't you know, blame yourself. You shouldn't blame yourself. Almost all of the people working here on this circus used to work for Dusklights. They left. We didn't outwardly start yelling from the rooftops that she's shitty as much as we'd like to because of the fact that she held a lot of the power in, like, this particular business. And you're not bad for not knowing. How could you have known? She was hiding it from you on purpose. I, I know, but... I should have been suspicious when she asked me to summon a celestial chimera. What we work did I in think the circ- she was going to do with it? We work in the circus business. You thought she was going to have the- You probably thought she was going to have this chimera be a part of the circus. Which honestly isn't like- You're- You're a champion of Shellen, right? Yes. The circus? Chimera working in the circus? Is that really that bad on the surface? There's no- you shouldn't blame yourself for not knowing. You probably just logicked it away with, Oh, well, they'll just be a part of the circus and the family. (laughs) Speaking of the Chimera, and I think he walks over to it, and uh, he puts his hands on it, and casts it on hands. And this dragon, lion, unicorn creature slowly gets to its feet and looks down at you with, like, glowing eyes of embers. And it is silent as it just kind of stares at you. Hello. <laughs> I don't speak that language. Um, it's celestial. I can translate. Um, oh, okay. He is grateful that you and your companions showed him mercy. Of course. There's no reason to be killing, <laughs> killing creatures when we don't have to. Um, he says that the blessings of Shellen will be upon your sir. Uh, the blessings of Shellen will be upon you for a year and a day, and when you need it most, she will reach out to you and bless, and uh, she'll reach out to you and give your circus a boon in its time of need to help it continue performing as the stars in the sky. Well, damn. <laughs> Thank you. It kind of growls at that and says, oh, oh, don't say the D word around him. Darn. It, you know, celestial. Darn, that's better. <laughs> um, the Chimera kind of like glances around and says, Kalakatula And he's like, okay. He says that being forced to fight like a monster in a cage was never its intent. But that was simply because the person who commanded it had wicked will. And it is for that reason that it says, and I agree, you should probably be the one to wield this. And uh, he picks up the um, the whip of compliance, the uh, golden whip uh, that Mr. Stusklight had been wielding, and he says, take this. I think I speak for the both of us when I say that we trust you not to... Um, use it to control animals to do wickedness, but rather to defend them when you are being attacked, or to free them when they are being controlled. Thank you. 
I will be renaming this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that name. <laughs> but thank you. Genuinely. I, I'm glad that I could help in a way that was meaningful. Um, he says that he will be returning now to Nirvana. He has a lot to do once he gets back to his home plane. Right. He wishes you and your companions the best of luck in your ventures. Thank you. I hope that this is not the last time we see each other. <laughs> um, the Celestial Chimera kind of like shakes all three of its heads at once and kind of like ruffles itself and then uh, it spreads its angelic wings and lets out like uh, a all-consuming roar and in a flash of silver light it vanishes returning to its home and Nazel kind of smiles and he is quiet for a second before he says um I think this is probably where you and I say goodbye as well oh yeah I don't want to make a big deal out of it in front of the others but I know it's not my fault, but at the very least, I feel that if I stay here in Arskadar, I can help people that Mistress Dusklight hurt. Make amends for enabling her to an extent. Of course. If you feel that you want to do that, and then I think that that is a pretty fair thing to do. And it's a good thing to help people, and there are people who have been hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Rayari Sansarnax, you truly are a redeemer like no other, and it really was an honor to meet you. It was an honor to meet you, too. If you're never in Eskadar again, give me a call. I, I think like this, is where our, this is where our quests diverge. Good luck. You, too. I will be visiting. I This is literally my hometown, so... <laughs> After a very, very long night... Return home to the Circus of Wayward Wonders with a whole slew of new performers. Um, it's dinner time, and I think uh, everyone's trying, like, starting to meet each other. We see the former inhabitants of the Sanctum of Sublime Spectacles saying goodbye to Ayalara and Sump Sadie. Um, Beelzebub is clearly holding back tears as she gives Sump Sadie one last kiss on the forehead before kind of smacking her lips and going, ugh. Um, as Ayalara smiles and waves goodbye, ready to go on adventures of her own and return some Sadie to somewhere that is natural to her, the Sanctum of Sublime Spectacles turns back to Ariato and smiles. Selina is in her human form and she is a beautiful red-headed uh, young woman who is clearly relieved to no longer have to put on a, the show of being a were-creature to the crowds. Um, Esme is, has put his little um, bat memorabilia into a pile and uh, lights a match and sets on fire, uh, grinning as the wind kind of tussles at his long, wavy black hair. Ufi the aquakineticist, uh, the um, gilman, is sitting with Mordane, uh, showing off some of their uh, water tricks. Uh, making loops and rings of water as Mordain looks at them uh, eyes wide as she rubs her chin imagining the kind of uh, new tricks that the two of them might be able to come up together. Um, the majestic Miss Dancer is clearly very happy uh, to be outside as uh, he stretches his wings properly um, eating some of the oats uh, brought to him 
uh, by the Flambonis and uh, the Kandali kids. And though he is a bit too proud to admit it, these oats are much better than the ones he got back in the Celestial Menagerie. Evora is uh, try is wearing a beautiful pink tutu and combing the hair of Gigi, uh, all the while Elysia Pumpernickel is uh, leaning against the wall and playing with her hair, uh, trying to flirt with Evora, but not really getting anywhere um, quite yet. <laughs> uh, Lilium uh, Dikitsune, uh, she is kind of like talking hard, who isn't really talking back, um, no matter how hard she tries. Uh, he's loyal to uh, dear sweet Mordain. Uh, that's not going to stop her from at least trying to ara-ara her way into his heart. And I think, um, Royari, you are standing at the top of the camp, kind of like looking at everyone. You've made this place a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the cage of the moon mole in your hand. Mm-hmm. The professor comes up to you and says, Quite an expansion to our payroll, it seems. Uh, I'm very sorry. (laughs) All right. I do reckon we should probably get a tent. That is what Uh, we we were discussing earlier. (laughs) Nice to grow the family, though, isn't it? Very much so. A lot of the people here... And by a lot, I mean all of the people here were people working with Dusklight. Yeah, seems that way. I'm proud of you. Uh, Rary smiles and um, is like, thank you, dear. I just didn't want to leave anybody there suffering alone. And uh, the professor smiles and says, well, you're not going to let me suffer alone either. You're helping with dinner tonight. (laughs) Oh, but why do I have to do that? Come on, no complaining. Let's go. I almost died. And I'll always die if I don't eat. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Complaints. Ariata, what are you up to? Uh, I think she's just walking around. I think she's walking around making sure everyone is um, accommodated for. Everyone's happy. Uh, She's glad to show people around. I think she's just helping everybody out. I think... uh, You've got Scarlet padding around with you, and uh, gives Zib kind of floating over your shoulder, and she's like, Gibzib is impressed to see all these new people here. Yeah, we picked everybody up from uh, Mistress Dustlights. They were all, most of them were in cages, and one of them was in an oubliette. Gibzib uh, kind of like tilts her head and says, So was Mistress Dusklight the only other big circus around? Um, yeah. Yeah, she's the biggest, especially here. Gives it wonders if this means that you're the... Now that she's gone, you don't have to worry about being the underdog anymore. Gives it wonders if now you're the big dog. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe. There are probably be people who are loyal to Deathlight or whatever, but... We have good pay, and we welcome everyone, especially the people who were at that horrible circus... Gibson is happy to hear that you help people, and Gibson is grateful that you helped Gibson. Of course! And I'm glad that I could show you the ways of less evil. (laughs) Gibson wonders if you can show Gibson the lion. The lion? Leandrus! Uh, uh, Oh, yeah! 
That's uh, D- Danica's. Yeah. yeah. Um, Let's go. Uh, be careful. Okay. Uh, Leandris, I went through a lot. Um, just be gentle. Gibson will put Gibson's head in Leandris's mouth. Okay. <laughs> um, don't, not in the mouth. Not in the mouth. Just on the head. Pat her on the head. She'll be grateful for gentleness. Just don't, not, nowhere near um, the mouth. Gibson <laughs> understands. You guys go off to see Leandris. Goodbye. Goodbye. Um, I know this is a long one. A lot of this is going to be edited because a lot of that was a fight. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Volio. Hi. You are sitting, I think, uh, on the top of a wagon. Um, probably eating some uh, ice cream. And next to you is Axel. And I think it's kind of quiet before eventually Axel kind of breaks the silence and he's like, you know, the dumb thing is that I wasn't even worried about dying. That's what you worried about. It's embarrassing, so... And I know you like to goof on me sometimes, but if you could not tell others, I would appreciate it. Axel, you almost died. I'm not going to make fun of you. I was worried that they were going to bury me and they weren't even going to put my real name on the tombstone. It kind of feels like a pit in his chest. Um, Axel is just a stage name. I picked it because it sounds cool, you know? Axel and his amazing aviary. Um, it's cooler than my actual name. And I was worried that entire time that because I hadn't even told any of you my name, I, they were just when you found me, you know, all burned up and stuff, I was just going to be Axel and his amazing aviary forever. A tombstone with the wrong name. My parents would even even know I was dead. Well, if you're not Axel, then who are you? You're going to laugh. Axel. And he kind of, like, turns to him. You know that, uh, Volio Fia isn't my name either, right? What? <laughs> what he said? It's not my name. Uh, no, how was I I'm not to going to laugh at you for that not being your real name. You got two stage names? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have two stage names. I... You don't need to tell me yours if you don't want to, but... If you promise not to laugh, I'll tell you mine. I promise I won't laugh. Okay. You have my word. Not, I guess it's a stage name, but no one. It's a stage name, and I, I, my, I don't have a real name, as it were. Um, like I had a name I was going by before Axel, but it, it, it didn't really stick. And I had a name before that name too, but it. It was a girl's name, and I, I'm not a girl, uh, regardless of what my family thinks. In case it matters, the name I was going by before was, um, Yvonne Wimblebin. <coughs> I'm sorry, that was me! That was me! <laughs> oh my. Sorry, it's last news. Takes a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Volio, like, I can't laugh because if I laugh, he will be upset. If I laugh, I'm the asshole. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, you said you wouldn't, you, you said you wouldn't laugh. I didn't laugh, I didn't, I did not do it. You, you, I, you snarfled. I did not. You did, I saw you do it, your face crumpled up. It didn't, you weren't looking. <laughs> That's not a bad name. It's not a great one either, though. Not as great as Axel. I hate to admit it. I I don't hate it, but you're a lot more like me than I thought. Is that a good thing? <laughs> uh, is that like I? <laughs> I don't know if this is a bit or not, Volio. You spend so much time like pantsing me and being like, "Ha ha, look, he's got frog underpants on. Ha, <laughs> look at Axel. Is this a bit?" You being nice no, is a I, bit. <laughs> the frog pants is a bit, but this is not a bit. I promise. I. Thank you for caring. <laughs> no one ever really has before. I got really scared, you know. Then you weren't here. I was worried out of my mind. <laughs> he licks his ice cream and says, "I know, Volio. That sounds kind of gay." <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> Fucking taps him up the side of the head. Oh. <laughs> I won't get pr- kidnapped again. I can promise that much. Can you? Yeah, I'll try. I'll try. You'll try. <laughs> Give me yeah. some peace of mind and uh, let's try another little bit. Okay. You got it, Mr. Volio. And I think... The next week is a blur. There's a lot of training. And then just like that, it looks like your time in Eskadar is probably up. You remember what the vision told you back in Moonstone Temple. You saw an image of the tree of you merged into one, walking to the top of the Kortos Mountains and gaining five reflections which overlaid the view, the reflections of the Aeon Orbs. You saw their memories in the Moonstone Pool crying out for you to come and reignite them and revitalize the Isle of Kortos. You need to go to the Isle of Kortos and you need to find each of the last four Aeon Orbs and bring this island back to life. So, the day comes after another week and you guys get on your caravans ready to leave not just the city, but the whole Isle of Erin. As you guys get on the wagons, um, there are people all around, kind of like cheering at, uh, through the streets as you're making your way out. You kind of become minor celebrities as you're like passing through and like high-fiving people in the crowd. Um, and you're certainly like, you're certainly feeling good as you're mm-hmm. leaving. Better than you were when you entered Escobar. Um, there are some other people in the wagons with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ariato, you are there with Braylon Brestil, the best yes. jury maker. And, um, he's kind of like in the wagon and he's like, 
Ariado, I've gotta say, I'm really glad you'd let me, you know, come to Diala Cortes with you to study this a little more. <laughs> of course. I mean, you did help my dad, so I want to help you out too. And we will help you out too. This discovery that maybe your father's still alive, that's... That's huge, you know? The fact that maybe out there there's a survivor who's seen the glut and dark himself. Eyewitness testimony, that'd be incredible. Uh, I mean, obviously it would be very good to get your father back. <laughs> it's just um, <laughs> Listen, listen, knowledge is good too. Yeah, but it'll, it'll be good to see an old friend. Yeah. It'll be nice to get a little vacay, you know? Of course. Uh... I will make sure that you stay as safe as possible as well. And she smiles. Thank you. I, I need it. I'm, I'm like a level one librarian. Oh, my dear. Involved. I, my, um, atta- my single attack roll is literally, I can throw a book at someone. That's what I can do. That's my attack roll. Me, me, <laughs> me. I'll buy you. Can I, should I buy you a dagger? I can buy you a dagger. No, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm a pacifist. Oh, okay, books, okay. But, uh, just stay within the, stay within the realm of the circus, and uh, if we're going, if you're gonna go anywhere, I'll go with you. Royari, in your wagon, it's a little cramped. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> can you get those people out there to stop cheering? I'm trying to focus. Why would I be able to do that? I don't know. Um, Orjan kind of turns to you. And Larija's just like, Orjan, the more you complain about it, the longer it'll take for you to actually focus on doing it. And Ulrich's like, Well, we uh, we would have been done if Royari hadn't insisted terribly that we also give it a ton, uh, shocking room. I spent so much money. You spent money on a rapier <laughs> when you knew I was making you a sword. <laughs> anyway, I think... <laughs> I think... I have everything I need. Mm-hmm. And here you go. And he <laughs> raises a rapier uh, with a crossguard hilt. Um... Mm-hmm. And around it is a long blank scroll. I kind of like mm-hmm. draped over the cross guard and a little bit around the blade. Um, mm-hmm. And like some electricity does like zip zap off it a little bit. Uh, and he says, there we go. Your scroll sword. Iconic weapon of those here in uh, the Order of St. Sarnax. Oh my God. Right, are you, um... Uh, I was, uh, Ray, Ray uh, takes a sword and, like, looks it over and, like, um, holds it very carefully. They're very, very careful with, like, stuff like this. Um, and looks back at, um, Origin. Thank you so much. Uh, like, I, I know, I, I spent money, I was panicking, and there were things to do, and the circuses, and the... There was a lot happening. And I thought it would be useful. <laughs> but thank you. Genuinely. It means a lot to me that you still... <laughs> that you still care about me. Orshan's kind of like purses his lips a little bit. And I think he gives you a hug. Very oh, hugs come back. Here, come here. 
Um, oh, oh, you, oh, you are, you are soft. And Ulrich is like, so Royari, what you can do with this is you can transcribe up to four scrolls uh, Mm -hmm. onto this uh, scroll. Uh, You can Mm -hmm. replace it, but it'll take some time. Uh, And you can cast those as if they were your own spells. That is very sexy. And, you know, if you if you train to be a magus, you would be able to cast even further spells. And, you know, since we are coming with you to Kelric, mm-hmm. we, may, we may as well maybe teach you, perhaps, if you'd like, some magi stuff. Um, so we'll teach you how to read spells, and uh, there's a lot of tomes we can go over. I'll think about that. And I will actually think about it. Um, I think um, Laraja is uh, holding a sleeping figure to her chest. It's Gilda, the street kid you met. Oh. I'm glad that you're letting us come with you, Royari, since you're going to Kelleric. It's cheaper than us having to hire a boat ourselves. Listen, I... That's totally fine. When we get to Kelleric, she said she wanted to be an alchemist, not a cleric. We have someone who makes us our holy water, potions and tonics for, you know, old age. And um, in Kelleric, um, a minotaur named Damascus Steel. Okay. He'll hopefully be able to help us with uh, training young Gilda here. I mean, that's as good a plan as any. If anything, it means we can keep an eye on you for a little bit longer. Oh, you think I'm going to do something stupid? He just stares at you and... Ulrich says, I never said that. You were implying it. The wagon leaves Eskadar and loads onto a boat ready to make its way to Kelric, a town in the Swordlands region of the Isle of Kortos. And nighttime falls as you guys start making the boat journey over. Mm-hmm. Now, Volio. That's my eyelashes. Volio, you are back in a weird swampy wood. And above you, once again, are those titanic worms staring down at you. You're not you, but when were you? You, Not here, not now, not then. Never, always, the worms stare. He stares back. What do you ask him, Dan? He looks at his hands and he looks back up and he asks them if he's doing it correctly. Volivia, you are doubting yourself. We feel it in your heart. You are afraid, but you should not be. He asks them how to stop being afraid. We shall send you guidance that will ensure that you are not alone. Our blessing is as always upon you, hero. Wake up. His eyes open. And Bolio, you wake up and there on your bed, curled up on your chest, staring into your eyes as always, is odd body. He's panting and he's like, Again, Vissish. Whatever you're saying, just stop, please. Stop. 
shut up. Play with me. I'm the he... amazing old body. Play with me. He fucking blinks. I'm the amazing old body. Play with me. He puts his hand over odd body's mouth. <laughs> How are you doing that? Guidance from above. <laughs> <laughs> Play with me. You really hate me. <laughs> Play with me. What the fuck? Sure. Let's play. Yay! Uh, Volio, that's another thing you have to reckon with in this difficult task that's ahead of you. A fucking talking odd body. <laughs> And by the end, everyone, of Book 2 of Extinction Curse, you have discovered the legacy of the Lost Gods. But now you must seek out the orbs that he empowered that brought this island to life. And that you will do in Book 3 of Extinction Curse, in Life's Long Shadows. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.